success destroyed the Death Star, but their story didn't end there. Now, the creators of the biggest smash hit of all time bring you the next episode in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. Continuing story of our band of heroes, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, C-3PO, R2-D2, and Chewbacca. And introducing Lando Calrissian. It's an epic of romance. Of heroes and villains. They cross trackless voids to unknown worlds. A galactic odyssey against oppression. Sprawling space adventure in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. Coming to your galaxy next summer. And welcome to episode 46 of the Film Real Cast. That's right, it's been one year. Since we did our first podcast, which was American Wealth in London, a year's gone just really? so fast. Yeah. I didn't, it's just, we were talking a minute ago, but it's actually a year since we've done our first one. It's a year since I sat in my kitchen, James sat in his kitchen, and we I did was... our first podcast on Skype. Did and you uh, really? Yeah, and that's unbelievable. Who's got the best kitchen? Uh, I've not been to James's, so... I've got the best kitchen because I've not <laughs> been to Graham's either, so or yours. So yeah. I really don't know. My kitchen's pretty rubbish at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the sound of Josh. Yes, hello. How are you? I'm conjunctivitis. Otherwise, I'm fine. Thankfully, this is audio and not visual. Yes, Mind yeah. you, if it was visual, no one would listen or even look. Apart from uh, Graham, how are you? I am. I'm not too bad. A little bit tired, but uh, and and very happy that today. We have brought along, well, Stuart hasn't, but me and Josh have brought along... Toys. Toys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was trying to pick it up, and I thought, no, we've gone completely fanboy. So uh, I have brought along my... I was going to say 12-inch Cuddly Yoda, but that could be any kind of uh, connotation to get that, but my Cuddly Yoda. So, uh, yeah, he's here watching over us, make sure he we is. get things right. He's so cute, isn't he? He's, he's amazing. Freaked out many, many people, but I is a prized possession of mine. He really is. And you can see this Yoda because I'm, I'm, I'm at this moment in time. I have tweeted it, pictures of all of our Star Wars. And is it on Instagram as well? It's about to go on Instagram now. That's right. We're on Instagram, everyone. So uh, you can follow us or like us or whatever you do on Instagram. I really don't know. Do no, you... no. It's, well, you just like like the photos, and if you want, follow us. Uh, and... We have Paramount Pictures following us on Instagram. Just so excellent. We are awesome. just we're going places. Josh, what did you bring in? I brought in an Atat. 
and it is fantastic. It's not not complete, not. But then that, that's it's a battle worn uh, asset, and and it was given to me by my girlfriend, um, who probably got sick of me whining to my parents, and they never bought me one as a forty year old man. Um, but she gave me her brothers. Um, and it's an attack with pilots in as well, with isn't pilots, it? Yes, it's got the attack commander, and it's also got an SST scoutwalker. So that's Maximilian Veers, who's the commander of that, it is isn't him, it? Yes, that is fantastic. And also my Star Wars bag that my um, have got me for my birthday. We are just complete geeks, really, aren't With we? With the tag, which I'm not going to take off it. It's pathetic. <laughs> I'm forty. You're forty. How old are you? I'm 28. 28. We're sitting surrounded <laughs> by Star Wars toys it's, just it's about like, to do a podcast. If you were going to look now, it is like Swap Shop. That's yeah. pretty it much is, how yeah. we are sat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is like Swap Shop. It just would have definitely attract zero women whatsoever. It's brilliant. Yeah. So, well, actually, the funny thing is, we're sitting next to Graham, so we would attract women. Well, exactly. Well, what Graham would do. We'd get the slops. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd get the look as they walk past. Don't we? <laughs> They're overweight friends <laughs> who are partially sighted with no standards. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great because my wife listens to this podcast. Is she really? Oh, I was a lovely lady she is too. And she's fantastic. <laughs> Did I do the washing up before I left? I can't remember. She'll let me yeah, know. You'll, you'll find out when you get home, mate. Yeah, exactly, it's all right. Exactly. Okay, the reason why we're surrounded by... Uh, oh, before we go, we're not um, joined by James tonight. Who, uh, it's Easter. He has a family occasion. Um... So that's what he's doing. He's, and Nim uh, is Nim. And Nim's just, Nim just doesn't turn up, does he? This is the seventh one that Nim hasn't turned up for in a row. What was his percentage that he was going to turn up tonight? A uh, thousand percent he will turn up. He did message me to say, I am going to leave, just about to leave. And then he sent the message saying, I can't make it. <laughs> so uh, uh, To be it... fair though, if he's saying a thousand percent he'll be there, I'm not surprised he's not. Because obviously maths isn't his strong point. So what other things are? Well, you can't get a thousand percent. No, no. So no. It, was mind, it was a mind trick all along. It was. It? it was. He just thought he'll it, blow us, you know, blow us yeah. away with numbers, but he, he didn't uh, do yeah. that. But the number at the moment is zero of appearances, so, <laughs> which is all that matters. Well, yeah. he, you know, he's, we could say he's on loan. Should we say he's on loan like a footballer? To who? <laughs> if we got like we're Premier League, obviously, with the amount of uh, followers and stuff that we have, and our lovely listeners. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know, it could be, I don't know, some... Who could we upset? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be someone, isn't there? Uh, like or... Stanley. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, he's probably got to done like some third Portsmouth. division. Portsmouth. Yeah. Portsmouth, there you go. Port- yeah, he's doing a Portsmouth They were not good numbers either, were they? <laughs> yeah. Apologies to people who live in Portsmouth, because you live in Portsmouth. Okay, <laughs> the reason why we are surrounded by Star Wars toys is because we finally are doing the second... Uh, for us, it's the second one, um, but to a lot of other people and us as well, it's the fifth one. So it's Empire Strikes Back, 1980. Um, it's directed by Irving Kirshner, produced by Gary Kurtz, and obviously the story and his executive producers, George Lucas. And the fantastic music is uh, still by John Williams and the London Symphony Orchestra. So, uh, And the music, again, is just amazing. It's something that's... Uh, I carried on throughout the first one, which could be the third one, or the fourth one, <laughs> the fifth one. <laughs> so it does get confusing. But um, we're going to continue doing the uh, the releases uh, in the original dates, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. So um, hopefully next week we won't be doing um, uh, Return of the Jedi because there's Daredevil coming out on Netflix and we are going to do um, the retrospective review of Daredevil, the film. 
So uh, that will get a lot of mixed reviews, I'm sure. If my eyesight gets any worse, I'll maybe paint the part. <laughs> you could be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brilliant, method acting. <laughs> You're nearly blind at the moment, so yes. that's great. Um, do you know martial arts? I, I, yeah, I've, uh, funnily enough, I have done, in, in, my, in my history, I've done uh, Shotokan Karate, I've done Capoeira, I've done uh, a bit of Judo, Aikido. Yeah, I've done a few. That's brilliant. And uh, all you need to do is move to um, where? Where is he? What does he live in? What's it called? Um, denial. <laughs> he lives in denial. He lives in the what city is it called? Something like the uh, bollocks. It's really. I only watched it last week. Hang on, I'll Google it. Yeah, <laughs> if you could, if you could Google it, people are probably shouting out now. This is where they live. But um, anyway, whilst we're doing that, I'll carry on with the uh, the fantastic information I've got because I'm a geek. I've got 14 pages of notes. This is going to obviously be a plot spoiler for those who haven't seen it. We're going to go through scene by scene. Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen, that's it. Gordon Ramsay is, in fact, dead ill. He is. He's got the face of a baddie, Gordon Ramsay, isn't he? Well, he has, actually, yeah. It's all creased up. Very, very bad. Um, okay, so Star Wars uh, Episode Five was obviously released in uh, 1980. I went to see it at the cinema. I was six years old. You did as well, I Josh. I saw it at the cinema, yes. I was mine at six years old, if that helps. There you go, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even thought of. And I remember going to see it, and I still remember... Were your parents uh, even together? Yes. Oh, they were, okay. Yes, yes. Because that would be even more bizarre, wasn't it, when your parents yeah. hadn't even met and... Yeah, no, I believe they were. That would be messed up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, man, that's, I, I was going to think about that for a while then. Um, it was released in the 1980s. It proved to be one of the most popular films uh, amongst the series from critics um, years on. It was re-released in 1997 onto DVD in 2004. Uh, then it was re-released again, that didn't make enough money, in Blu-ray in 2011. <laughs> um, also prior to that, in 1983, they uh, broadcast on National Public Radio uh, an adaptation um, of the film. And the film was so good, it's actually made the uh, Library of Congress as part of its National Film Registry. When was the radio series? It was in 1983. I listened to that. My, Did I, you? Yes, it was on Sunday evenings. And, and my, my mum, it um, was Kitchens. In our, in our kitchen, I'm going to visualise now. I've got my eyes closed. We had a fold-down wooden table, one of those like, like fold flat leaf mm. ones. And I sat on the end of it because everyone else had dinner in the in the dining room. But I was allowed on that night while they while they did the serialisation. I was allowed to have dinner in the kitchen by myself, listening to the the radio serialisation of of the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, really? Yes. So I don't remember the um the radio like, broadcast in '83. Radio so. two or Radio four? Uh, you must remember it, Graham. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> Literally like it was yesterday. <laughs> I completely forgot. I completely forgot about that, but that was amazing. I was like, it was, we had a big on family dinner on yeah. Sundays, but that was wonderful because that was on. And I loved Star Wars so much, my mum allowed me to have dinner by myself as a little boy in the kitchen. Was it Hasbro that made the um, original toys? It was Toy and Kenner. Because I remember... Hasbro uh, made Transformers. Hasbro, uh, Transformers, that's it, because we speak about Transformers quite a lot, don't we? Mm. Uh, I remember having all these. I mean, I've got the attack, and I've got Han Solo spaceship, which I'm not going to attempt to say. Oh, please, just do it once, just do, once, just for, just for this episode. Then you can say anything you want to use to describe it. But I want you to say it at least every As time you're we talking, do. I'm trying to think of the right way to say I'm, it. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm I'm kind of building you up, building you up, building you up for a fail. Yeah, uh, the Millennium. Yes, <laughs> uh, Millennium Falcon. That's there we are. the one. Thank you. Um, yeah. I used to get the figures, I used to go to um, Bentles, which is a large department store. As a treat, I used to get um, all the different figures. I remember 
when this film came out, I got the Hoff Han Solo suit. Oh, that was the best, wasn't it? It was superb, yeah. And I never had a snow speeder. I never had no. one. I really wanted one. Um, some of my mates, I got the uh, ATAT when my dad got made redundant. I woke up in the morning and it was there, boxed up. And it's still, I've still got it at home. And it's, part of, as you say, with a battery leaked. But it's still, I, I never, look at it in awe. It's I brilliant. never got an ATAT. I always, always wanted one. And because... Um, I used to go to Webbs, which is in the, in the, where I grew up. There was a shop called Webbs, and they sold the figures there and some of the smaller um, toys, and the smaller um, vehicles and stuff. But Owen and Owen, in Basin's sake, used to sell them all. That was like where you got all the big... You go, yeah. you know, the there's all this sort of stuff. And um, my dad had made redundant, and he couldn't, he couldn't afford it. And then he got a new job just before Christmas... And apparently he went everywhere to get it to try. Oh, and get really? It. Yeah, and and it, Mum said he nearly cried because he couldn't get it. I got a slave one instead, which now cool spaceship. At yeah. the time when you really want an asset, I wasn't disappointed with the slave one, but it's only in the film for a couple of seconds, isn't it? Yeah. And and it was like great, but I wanted an asset. Yeah. And and and, and Mum then told me the story about how upset Dad was he couldn't get it for me, and he got me the next best thing, the next best, yeah. next most expensive one. Uh, and I have I have made their lives a living hell. Tongue-in-cheek yeah. ever since. Like, you but they are them. just iconic, aren't they? they? Are, yeah, There's nothing else like them that I can think of in even like the Transformer films and mm. different things like that and even like the kids' films with um, different robots in and things like that. But uh, the Atta is just... Mm. It's just so good. It's so simple. But it's just brilliant. It's mm. so cool-looking. So, uh, and indestructible. Yeah. I, and I, I, look, I know they destroyed them, but it's like that kind of like, this is going to take some serious... Yeah. It's a firepower to take this down. And you looked today on um, eBay, didn't you? How much yeah. the, uh... the... The spare parts to build it up would cost me around uh, sort of 70, 80 quid. But you, you can buy... You can buy... Funny, you could buy a com- or nearly complete one for about 30 or 40. But if you buy one in a box, um, 150. Yeah. And then if you're looking at like a mint one, which has never been taken out, you're looking at like three or 400 quid. Crazy, isn't it? I would love an, another one in a box just mm. to keep it. And I know I'd keep looking at it because mm. <laughs> I'd be so excited. You would have to probably have to cover your film film because I know what you're doing when you're looking at something like that. I know, it's <laughs> sad, isn't it? Um, okay, so this film can, um, concerns and continues the struggles of the Rebel Alliance against the uh, Galactic Empire. During the film, Han Solo, Chewbacca and Princess um, Leah Organa are being pursued across uh, space by Darth Vader and his elite forces. Meanwhile, Luke Skywalker be- begins... Um, his major Jedi training um, given to him from Yoda after an instruction from Obi-Wan Kenobi's um, false spirit. In an emotional, near-fatal confrontation with Vader, Luke is presented with horrific revelation and must face his destiny. I mean, I don't know how many people on the planet, really, who haven't seen um, any of the Star Wars franchise. Shock line of ever. Yeah. It is. It's I've actually watched this one before. Just stop. that's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it is the most one of those memorable lines, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of the uh, synopsis. And as I did with Star Wars, I'll go with the opening crawl as well. Um, it's a dark time for the rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy, evading the dreadful Imperial Starfleet. The group. The Freedom Fighters, led by Luke Skywalker, has established a new secret base on a remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Vader, obsessed with finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probes to reach, or to the far reaches of space. So that's the crawl. And when you watch that crawl, even now, it seems like it goes on for ages, doesn't it? Mm. But 
that's all it is. It's, it's not a lot, really, is it? No, um, and it doesn't take very long to read. But it just, I think, I think it's because you you related to when you were a child, don't you? you yeah. Sort of think, there's a lot of words for for a young, for a six year old. Yeah. Uh, as I was. And the fact you feel under pressure as well because they're going up at an angle yeah. and they're getting smaller and smaller. And you quickly. Yeah, you must read it. <laughs> Someone else next to me is reading it, so I must read it quick. Yeah. Yeah, but I still feel that even at forty. Yeah. So that's why it's quite nice just to read it in normal um, Comic Sans font, size 11. <laughs> Sad fuck that I am. You are. Okay, so it's three years after the events of The New Hope. So mm. in three years, do you think uh, Luke Skywalker has come on more um, as a leader than Darth Vader has? I... I... Rebels led by Luke Skywalker. I thought that takes the piss a bit. I mean, what's he done really to be a leader? He he was the soldier, who, effectively the soldier who blew up the Death Star. Doesn't make him a leader. No, um, makes him a good fighter pilot. Yeah, good fighter pilot, exactly. And and yeah. and you don't actually see him doing much leading. He's a leader of Rogue Squadron, isn't he? But he's not. Yeah. He's not like the, the. He's not like leader of the rebellion. No. And and, he, and even in, in Jedi, he's not. So so I, I don't see how he led anything. And Darth Vader. Has got a big chip on his shoulder now, hasn't he? Really, I, th- I think yeah. Darth, Darth's been promoted, hasn't he? Because Moff Tarkin was the, the boss before, and now it's Vader. And Vader makes no bones about it. I'm in charge of this. I think Vader's come on further as leader, leader than... He has, Vader. yeah. And that's what surprises me, because he's not really led anything, has he? But he's still kind of... Yeah. He wouldn't have done if it wasn't for Han Solo. He wouldn't even be around. Because yeah. Solo obviously yeah. took out Vader. Mm. Which allowed him to take that shot, and but Vader's come on. He seems to be a lot more of a presence and a lot more evil. Yeah. In this film, and Skywalker's still finding his way very much so, and even Princess Leia hasn't come on a lot, has she? No, no, she's more of a. a... She's more of a fighter or a soldier yeah, now, yeah, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and a hussy. Yeah, she's still extremely attractive, but um, she's not a. Uh, she's not a. They're, they're uh, almost not part of the rebellion. They're almost in their group, aren't they? The rebellion's tiny at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. When you look, how, if, if this is the, the rebellion's breakaway on Hoth, when you see how many people there are, how many soldiers actually mm. fight when we start speaking about the Hoth battle, that there only seems to be a handful, possibly, I don't know, 50 mm. foot soldiers, and what was there? Must have been. Well, the, the, the yeah, rogue squadron was the, was, was the was the pilots. There wasn't any other, other squadrons went out, was there? No, there was, and there wasn't. There's only a handful of um, snow speeders went out, mm. wasn't there? So it's not really a massive rebellion. When you look at the Imperial Star Destroyers and the executioners that are flying above them, mm. I, mean, I suppose in a way that's why this film is so dark. Or, or, or people talk about it as being so mm. dark, don't they? I mean, it's got mixed views that on people's opinion of this film. I guess also, I mean, if you're looking at three years, it's three years of hunting down the rebellion, isn't it? They've really gone to town on the rebellion. Yeah. Um, and they, they found their base, they've destroyed the base, there's a good people, people who have died during that period of leaving. Um, they've all gone off and had to find a base somewhere. I mean, we don't know that's the whole rebellion, mm. but it's obviously one trying to set up some remote base somewhere so they had somewhere to go. Yeah. And, yeah, it looks like the rebellion's taken some big old hits. Yeah, because I've not read any comics, I've not read any of the, like, the books at all, mm. so... I don't it was a holiday re- special. The holiday special was horrific. <laughs> and that I still think we should do that. It's shocking. I, I know it is, I think but I still think it'd be funny. I don't know what part... It's just... I'd love our listeners just to... Maybe they should just watch it themselves rather than 
kind of we force it upon them. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy doing Gatoroid, Sharknado, and things like that. And thanks for everyone who downloaded that. That, I was very, really very, that is very popular. And there's about an hour and a half of us just talking absolute garbage. Yeah. But, you uh, couldn't fail to talk about garbage about Sharknado. Oh, this was um, <laughs> Mega Python versus Gatoroid. It was, it, it was an education, wasn't it? It was. It was. Edu- it was very educational. I will yeah. say. I know now not to inject chickens with steroids yeah. and feed them. And the two alligators. stars of the film was Tiffany, 80s pop icon, <laughs> and Debbie Gibson. Oh, really? Oh, well, it's almost like a rivalry. Yeah, and it was. They had a cat fight in the middle of yeah. it. Awesome. Yeah. There was lots of grabbing of boob. Yeah. Was there? Yeah. There was. Yeah, not, no exposed boob, but lots of grabbing of boob. Wow. And that was just me holding on to Stu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was just whilst we did the commentary. But it, it was brilliant. It was an education. It was so funny. Oh, my God. So, but yeah. Anyway. Um... <coughs> Right, so uh, thankfully Debbie Gibson isn't in this film, or Tiffany. But maybe they should be. Are they in the new ones? <laughs> <laughs> so the, geese, the guys who did the special effects aren't in this one. They special are in Phantom, aren't they? Uh, they are in Phantom, yeah. yeah. They, they, they Shocking. Um, so an Imperial Star Destroyer, uh, which is led by the um, Sith Lord Vader, as we said in the, um, like the synopsis, is still looking for Luke Skywalker. They launch thousands of these probe droids uh, all around the galaxy, mm. don't they? And one of them happens to go down to uh, the planet Hoth. And that's when we first meet Skywalker, who's on a Tauntaun. And I had one of them as well, did Tauntaun, you? Like, yes, with the belly. Yeah, the belly bit yeah. went open. Yeah, it was, but it was really hard to get him inside the belly, wasn't it? And if you forced him in there, it was really hard to get them out, because there wasn't much of a gap. Are we going back to the last podcast? <laughs> <laughs> these, in the Tauntauns, they had a, it, was, it was all hard plastic. In yeah. the bottom, they had a rubber flap. Where so you had to try and slide Luke in your rubber flap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and <laughs> if you managed to force him in there, you couldn't get him out. Again. Or anything smaller, it was really hard to get it out again. To, and to, I'm talking figures, not penises. My, 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 I think I must have had different. different mine was quite easy. Oh, was it? Mine was quite. Is, is, that, is, 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 is this a general theme amongst them that some are easier to slide into than others? Yeah, is my my tauntaun was quite easy to slide them into. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism, that is an actual yeah, figure I, in Star Wars. Well, we yeah, yes. but we've had this discussion before about various toys and stuff, haven't we? About mm. how like, they, they smell funny and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But it is interesting that how different, like, yeah. even though the memory was saying that it, you know, trying yeah. to. It was really tight to get it in, and I didn't want to force it. <laughs> <to> that was <laughs> like when I, I yeah, broke it. When I had a James Bond DB5, that was really loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So weird, the man would it? pop out of that, and you it would struggle getting him back in. Really, everybody yeah. I knew had a hand solo in half battle gear. The head came off. Oh, mine didn't. Oh, everyone I knew, mine did. My, my, my mate Matt Skeets, my mate his did. Matt yeah. Rogers, my neighbour his did, and and we all ended up putting a screw in and putting it. All right. It in no, I was quite lucky, really, but I I was so careful. I never kind of forced any of them. But I mean, now my kids play with them. They just destroy them, and I've got the. Uh, the same respect and love that yeah, yeah. that I had for them. But the I think in those days they were precious. Well, Star Wars was so amazing, and there was so yeah. there wasn't all this other stuff you could have. There wasn't like this this kind of abundance of toys and, and 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 machinery you could play with. So anything you had was precious. It was a special thing to to own. Yeah, and it was, and it still is, for kind of our generation, like the best like space adventure that mm. that there ever was. I so. don't think I don't think it's just your generation. You don't it's think everybody, so? Everybody, I think. But I think because it, it's I, I, I suppose kids nowadays they don't really care. Do but they're they? more but, of a kids these days are more of a throwaway generation. I was gonna say throwaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I suppose yeah because even I even I've had like toys and stuff that I've looked after and yeah and stuff because they're you know like a, like the DB5 things like that you know you go oh 
But I yeah. suppose now it's not, because everything's computerised as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can just Google a image of, you know, yeah. Yoda or an Atat or something, and it, it comes up. Whereas before, you'd either have to have it watch the film, you'd have to take a photo and wait eight weeks for it to be developed, or mm. you'd have to buy the toy to actually have it there. Whereas now, you just go on an iPad or a Samsung thing and bring it up, didn't you? Yeah. And then it's just not... I don't think it's like In fact, it's, it's actually quite ironic that, that it's easy now. As I say, you know, my dad looking everywhere to get an asset. It's now, I can go onto eBay now and get one by Tuesday. Yeah. That, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, and the thing with the toys as well... It's Wednesday, because it's a bank holiday. But you know you might. <laughs> <laughs> but you can order... Once you have the toys, you had the figure, and sometimes you had a, like a material gown... You had a gun or a lightsaber. There was so much to it. Mm. But all of it was so precious altogether. Yeah, yeah. And it had to be kept all together. But today, uh, as I say, like the throwaway generation, it doesn't make a difference, does it, if, no. if they lose that? And, and that's what I mean when it's kind of, I feel that it's our generation who really appreciate how special like, the ATA mm. is. And, and if you've got one, it, it, it's an amazing thing anyway, but it's so much better if it's mm. all together. And it's working because you can really appreciate and relate it more yeah. to the film. But I, I think you kind of lose that. And that's probably a, the same with a lot of things like the Transformer toys. Mm. If the door falls off or something like that, oh, it doesn't make a difference. It still looks good. But no, it, it's all got to be perfect. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's lost. I but... think we're trying, also the way things are made, I mean, Transformers now, they're not die-cast anymore. They just literally stick together plastic. It's, yeah. They are appalling. They, they haven't got the same kind of satisfaction when you, when you change them. They're, they're quite... Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. Well, we have yeah. such old bastards, aren't we? It's fantastic, <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so he's on his um, Tauntaun, which is, which is brilliant, because that's all puppet and stop motion as well, yeah. a lot of it, isn't it? Yeah. And that's just, I think it's brilliant, because you don't have so much uh, green screen effects uh, mm. at all in this film, and there's only a couple of them which really stand out. Um, so he mistakes the, uh, the probe for a meteorite as it crashes into the ground, and he radios into Solo that he's going to go and investigate. Mm. And just after he says this, um, he's knocked off his Tauntaun by the um, Wampa, which really reminded me of the uh, like the Abominable Snowman from uh, Monsters, Inc. But I don't understand. So, I, this is yeah. a bit I don't understand. It's got no relevance whatsoever, is it? It has, because they wrote the whole scene to explain his, his injuries. Because injury? uh, Mark Hamill had a, had a, bike, a car accident. And he had loads of scarring on his face, and they needed to explain it. So they wrote this whole scene so they could explain why he was so the re- Ah! Mm. So now that makes sense, but watching it, the million times I have done over the last couple of days, I was like, yeah. this is really pointless. Well, he's just been attacked by a bubble snowman, and he's got out. Mm. Bonus. Yeah. That's why in the holiday special, his face is so... It's made up, yeah. Oh, it's awful. And when he's on the bed um, in the next scene... You can see like the scarring on his cheeks yeah. and everything like that. So um, I didn't really pay any attention to the scarring; it didn't really jump out at me. Yeah. Mm. But the other thing about that scene, and, and that's my favourite thing, one of the documentaries on one of the DVDs, is they went out to film it that, that morning. They went out to the hotel, and it snowed so much they couldn't go anywhere. So they literally filmed it in the, in the back of the hotel. Literally just went outside and filmed it there. That that leads me on to a very interesting point I found on IMDb about filming. What's that then? Right. This is a trivia, obviously, I don't know. right? In order, because obviously George Lucas is a tight person, uh, he wanted to avoid uh, using a major sh- uh, film studio, so he bankrolled the three, £33 million production all by himself, using profits from the previous film and a bank loan. 
Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. And uh, he recovered, obviously, risky, but paid off because he made millions and millions. And he recovered his uh, million-pound investment in the first three months. And then he showed his gratitude uh, to the staff that worked on that and uh, gave almost five million in bonuses. Blimey. Wow. I'd love to say I know how that feels, but I never will. No. Yeah. So um, he's knocked off by the, uh, the Womper and then... That's all you see. Then the first time you next scene, you're introduced to uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca, um, and their kind of state that they have to go and see uh, Jabba the Hutt, which is depending on what mm. what version you watch of the Star Wars um, review. He was in that. I mean, he was in the one I watched. Um, so he's got to pay a debt off to Jabba. Because of the um, bounty hunter, they run into on Ord Mantell, wasn't it? Which one was that? Because in, in um... When he has the conversation with the, the commander, doesn't he? He says, I've got, I've got to go, I can't stay. Yes, here. that's it, yeah. Yeah, because the Banshee Hunter ran into Lord Mantel. And he understands, doesn't he? Yeah. But it makes you wonder, what kind of rebellion are they with all their weaponry fighting against the Galactic Empire? They can't go and wipe out a bounty hunter in bloody Tatooine. Yeah. And you think they paid a debt for him? Yeah. Well, they did, didn't they? That's the whole point of um, um, the money he got in... in oh, Star- was it? They actually gave the money? Yeah, oh, Of course yeah, they did, yeah. yeah they paid the debts off at the end of Star Wars. That's what you're, that's what you're yeah. saying. And then you get from that... Um, you get the first sign of kind of tension between him and uh, Princess Leia mm. because she doesn't want him to go and she makes out that he's backing out on the whole um, Rebel Alliance and stuff mm. like that and he's saying, no, I've got to pay the debt off. Um, so he's getting his shit together basically to go and then he realises that, or he keeps asking if Luke's come back. Mm. It's quite interesting because obviously Solo is now... Quite high up as well, isn't he? Yeah. Because then he, he, he shouts out, deckhand, deckhand, or something like that, did he? Then s- someone runs up to him and he asks if Luke's back. And he says, oh, I believe he did. He said, well, you believe he did or you know he did? Yeah. Go and find out and come and tell he me. He's right bollocking, doesn't he? Yeah. He? <laughs> <laughs> you think, Who the fuck and he always falls over when he runs off, doesn't yeah. he? Like, oh. Yeah. Think, well, <laughs> all you did was just shoot someone and that was it. You didn't even blow him up. Yeah. So what are you <laughs> telling me? Yeah. So uh, that was, I just wondered there. I'd like to know the levels. So I didn't actually say um, he's not a general or, or anything like that, is he? Not yet, so, no, not until, not until Jedi. He can general say in, in Jedi. I think and Luke Skywalker hasn't been given anything yet. Is he's commanders, leader. aren't they? Commander Solo and Commander Skywalker. Right. Yeah, and they become generals in Jedi. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, and they can't go out and look for them that night because... Um, it's too cold. Yeah, on the Echo Base, there's a storm coming um, and the, the snow speeders haven't been... Mm. Kind of their temperature change, yeah, yeah, adapted for cold well, weather. With garden tauntauns. Yeah, their, their heat screens or whatever they called don't work, so they can't go out. So Luke wakes up in the next scene and uh, he's upside down and his feet have been frozen mm. quite how I don't know to yeah, the they ceiling. Don't make any sense, imagine this bumper. Yeah. Great big glory hands going. Yeah, upside down water, which won't drip down, and his feet are frozen. Yeah. Still. And but yeah, still it's brilliant. And the Wampa's eating the um tauntaun. Yeah. Which is brilliant, which is really, really good. So and he knows he's next, so he has to use his Jedi skills, mm. which is the first time you really see it. Um to remove get his lightsaber, which is just quite handy that it's uh nearby. In yeah, in reaching distance. So he gets his lightsaber, um, and he cuts the um, Wampa's arm off. And we spoke about this. Why? Mm. He cuts his arm off and you see the arm fall to the floor and the Wampa stand there. It's like, for Christ's sake. Um, and then... And he the is, time, it's, it's armless. 
is harmless, yeah. <laughs> and then he escapes. Rather than killing it, and he escapes from yeah, why, why the, into the cold. It's an animal. Why do you want to kill well, it's it? It's going to die anyway now. It's got only got one arm. It's, it's a predator. Well, actually, it probably wouldn't die. Because... Oh, medical. Here we go. Medical man. Maybe go for arm. it. Yeah, but if he cuts the main vein in his arm or something. Go out to the Serengeti, cut the leg, like a front paw off, off, off a lion, and just leave it without any kind of veterinary assistance and see how long it lasts for. But. Especially in a harsh environment like, like the Arctic. Yeah, but then you just go. However, because of the lightsaber's heat, it probably cauterises the. So therefore, no blood comes out. But why didn't he kill it? I don't know. He should have just gone, yeah, have that. Yeah, he could have had food, so he could have heated it up like a kebab on his lightsaber. Yeah. And then he could have stayed in the warmth there, and then the next day... Gone out. Gone out. Instead of mm. diving into what yeah. is a blizzard. It's not very Jedi-ish, is it? To panic it isn't. and leg it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's because he hasn't learned yet, has he? That's why. But, but he does the whole relaxation. Oh, sword in hand. Yeah. Arm off. Run away! Yeah, <laughs> run away, yeah. But yeah, I just wondered that, and I, that's what I put down in my notes. Why didn't he kill the thing and stay in the cave? Um... So Luke tries to make his way back to the Echo Base, but he finds himself caught in a snow blizzard because he's a plonker. He doesn't even think to go back. It's not like it suddenly mm. appeared. He just ran straight out into it. Mm. So as you say, it's, it's, he wouldn't kind of get in the Jedi Club just yet. In the, I think it was the annual uh, that came out that year. They, kind of, they had a few bits I've got that have annual. You, have you got any? When they, I've still when, got when it. There's a Wumper attack on Echo Base. Yeah, I've, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they, 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 they they're seeing off the creatures and all Yeah. Yeah. Every year I used to get annuals for Christmas, yeah. and I've got those annuals. They're yeah. so good. I, I should have thought and brought it in, really. Um, I might actually go around Mums and go and get it <laughs> and read it. <laughs> uh, so Luke finds himself caught out in the snow without a sleeping bag or a tent or without anything. But he does get a ghost. He does get a ghost, yeah. <laughs> so he sees the spirit falls of Obi-Wan Kenobi appear. Before so, him. Uh, is this going to be like the end of the last one? No, I'm with, not going to have it. If it being his old man inside him. No, I'm no. not going to do the old man inside him bit because, thankfully, this time he wasn't inside him, was no. he? He was only inside his mind. He was inside his mind, and the uh, full spirit appeared before him and tells him to go to the Dagobah system to undergo training from Yoda, who's the uh, Jedi Grand Master. Who trained him? But yes. Didn't. But yes, but didn't train yes. him, but did. Huge flaw. Huge yes. flaw for Phantom Menace, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that was really, really yeah. overlooked, yeah, wasn't a it? Big, big key scene. And Dagobah system. Oh, and, and they go, we're watching a new film. Let's uh, create a new one for everyone. Let's create a new choose. What? Yeah. What? Did he? Yeah, yeah. Should we watch Empire to find out who <laughs> trained him? No, no, no. Yeah. I remember Empire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know it. I had a back of my hand, and I'm telling you, it's him. So, yeah, they, they fucked up on that a little bit. Um, so, on the, the, the rebel side, there will be no... Uh, <laughs> Yoda looking at everyone. There will be no... It does look like James, actually. It is think like, so? It's like having James here. It, it was like having Nim here. Actually, it's not actually, actually saying anything. To be fair, he's actually probably said more than yeah, Nim. Yeah, he's done yeah, more yeah. than he's Nim. Done, he's done more than Nim. Yeah. So, yeah <laughs> at, least, at least he appears thing. awake. Yeah. So, there is no higher being in the Rebel Alliance than Yoda. Has there ever been? Take it, he's the Grand Master. Well, he, wasn't, that he wasn't in the Rebel Alliance, was he? Or in the, uh, the, the Jedi Knights. Yeah, he was the, he was the um, kind of top of the top. Top tog. Yeah. yeah, big cheese. Head yeah. honcho. Yeah, green cheese. Green cheese. Um, so, the spirit disappears and Han... Um, Comes into view, doesn't he? Yeah, Han's there just in time to rescue him. And then Luke's mumbling... And, uh, system. Yeah. Yoda. Yoda, touch me. 
<laughs> Doctor. And uh, he's unconscious. So Han does the decent thing. and uh, Well, thankfully, the, the Tonton does a decent yeah, thing, first dies. of all, and then dies, yeah, yeah. of the cold. Um, so he gets his lightsaber. Which brings me to another point, right? Tontons are, have evolved for that kind of environment. You have to sort of freeze before you reach the first marker and all that sort of stuff. Well, I'll see you in hell and all that sort of business. Alfie goes, Han's wearing some warm clothing, presumably. Yeah. And doesn't have all the layers of fat that the Tauntaun has. He doesn't seem to be suffering. No. He's a little bit chilly, but the Tauntaun dies. And where would the Tauntaun be if it wasn't herded up? They're like cattle, aren't they? Yeah. That equivalent of horses. If they were, weren't herded up, they'd still be out in the... Uh... Well, they'd all cuddle together for water, yeah. wouldn't they? Like As you say, that's a really good point. Why would it die and yeah. Solo not? Because he flies a spaceship that I can't pronounce, that's why. I guess so, yeah. There he flies in a linear Vulcan. <laughs> so he cuts the, um, the Tauntaun's stomach open, uh, and you see the guts come out, don't you? I remember being somewhere, everyone going, oh. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. but then it was, oh, look at that, all the guts. It puts yeah. in that's because you've had so much torture porn fed to yeah. us through <laughs> different films that this is yeah. something that you could sit and quite happily your five year old watch and go, yeah. It's cutting the Tauntaun guts. Yeah, Tauntaun guts. Yeah. There you go. So he says, you're not going to like this kid and cuts it open. Oh, I thought they smelled bad. Yeah. On the outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's his attempt at comedy. That's yeah. about as good as it gets. Yeah. It? Um, so he stays there and puts a tent up overnight and waits for the uh, snow speeders to come and get him, which thankfully they do because the next day the rebel pilots come out and Rogue 2 finds it's him. It's hobby, isn't it? Yes. yes. Rogue, that's what I've got in my notes. Well done. Excellent. Tick. <laughs> yeah. So Rogue Two makes contact with um, Solo over the comlink, and they are rescued. Nice, you guys drop in. Oh, drop That's by. It. Is it drop in? Drop by. He is. Drop by. I and think he laughs, doesn't be. he? Yeah. I've found them. And it's, it's all quite jovial at yeah. the moment in the film, yeah. isn't it? Bearing in mind they've just spent the evening, night in a freezing, just yeah, like a Tauntaun's ass. Yeah. 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 yeah he, built, he built a shelter, doesn't he? he, said, he I, yeah, but still, you would think, yeah. You, yeah. Thanks. Do you want to just hurry up and get down here and get us warm? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's oh, and when oh, they find oh. him, they're two seater craft, so he finds him, but he's still going to have to wait there until we get something bigger out to get to come Yeah, here. and how come they, and all this technology in the future, they don't have homing devices built on them, like watches yeah. or something like that, that they can't just locate them and, and go out and well, find them? Well, they have, them. they put one on the Millennium Falcon in, in Star Wars to find out where the real base was. Yeah, so why hasn't Solo got one and why hasn't yeah. Skywalker got one? Like Especially that? as I'm going out in the cold now to try and find someone who's missing, yeah. I might take this with me. Yeah. It might, right. might be a good idea. Yeah. 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 Again. Yeah. It's all about cost. Yeah. They, couldn't, they couldn't do it because of the cost. We'll send that a, we'll send that a two-seater craft to try and find, find these people to bring them back. Yeah, because they want to waste the fuel. We're not really expecting to find them. Yeah, so we'll just, we'll just send that out. Uh, yeah. Token yeah. gesture. Yeah, we, we are trying. Rogue. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but this is Rogue 2. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the, when they come back, uh, Luke's in this kind of tank. And the, the 2-1B medical droid, yes. I had that as well. I had, I had FX7, the other one, the one with all the arms. Which one was that? I don't it's, remember it's, that one. It's kind of like when the head comes up and goes round. Oh, it, right. And it had lots of like, little white arms, and it, you, you, like an octopus. Yeah. You just them out and put them back in. So, um, okay, yeah. oh, I didn't have that one. I, I, will, I will Google it so you can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're rescued and Luke's all chilled out. Then Princess Leia comes on, um, and she must be on because... The argument she has again. There's a bit of flirt. There's a bit. Of, yeah, it's an awful thing to say. I do apologise. Is a. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. I've never had that. Never had it. Yeah, I had that one. 
So she comes on and she has a um, an argument, and this is a stupid argument that she has with Han Solo, isn't it? Again, Luke's laying down; he's out of his tank now. He's down on the bed. Um, Batters it in a box. So that's the FX Seven. That was the actual toy I had. Not that's the actual brilliant. One, yeah, the, the actual one. Yeah. Ah. So she's laying there, or he's laying on the bed, and they have an argument, and Solo's saying that. To Luke, you're most that, oh, here, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You done really well. You, you got what you wanted. I'm here, and you didn't see her in the corridor when she was coming on to me. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so she turns around and calls him a stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Nerf herder, yes. Yeah. Who's scruffy-looking? Yeah. I mean, do you think over the period of time from now to when this was done, the words "fuck off" have just faded away? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Will yeah, I be? Yeah. Will our kids, 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 <laughs> be calling their parents a nerf herder or something like that? Yeah. I mean, it's just, but yeah. So, and then, to prove Han Solo wrong, she then commits the act of incest, which is brilliant, that she actually puts her tongue down Luke's throat. I don't think she puts her tongue down. Yeah, she's a dirty woman. You think? Well, she blatantly obviously fancies Han Solo. And then then she goes and then kisses, what she doesn't know, but we will later find out. Mm. Yeah. Well, so you, the force is not strong in these ones still. No, <laughs> it's obviously not. They don't like, know. Their, their children will have web feet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Darth Vader consents uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, but not his own son or daughter. Yeah. His daughter he's had many conversations with, he can't I wonder, them. when they were kissing, if Darth Vader brought a little bit of bile up in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sense incest. <laughs> I'm incensed. <laughs> But yeah, so I wonder if he felt that. He felt the force. Um, so <laughs> the pro- a joke there. there is a joke. There is a joke there. We're not going to go down make to that own, level. Exactly. Um, so the probe droids have now spotted um, that Hop is occupied, and they send a signal to the Imperial fleet. And this droid that uh, the um, probe has sent out is then shot down in Solo's usual reckless fashion, yeah. rather than take it back to find out what it is. Yeah. It's just there's shot. Not, there's not much left of it. I didn't hit it that hard. Yeah, it yeah. must have it must have self-destructed. Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. yeah, of course it did. But unfortunately, you know, Chewbacca growled a little bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so on board the Executioner, I, I really enjoyed this bit. Admiral Zill dismisses information and saying to mm. Vader, they're smugglers. Um, budgie smugglers, I think he said, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it could uh, be smugglers. It could be, <laughs> could be budgie smugglers. <laughs> And nothing anyway, more. I've got a class to teach. <laughs> yeah, Back in Green Mr. Hill. Bronson, yeah. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. And uh, if you're old, you'll know what that tune means, don't you? Indeed. I know he, what that means, by the way. He was also Excellent. in you're old. Revelation of the Daleks in um, uh, Doctor Who. Um, oh, really? Was he a baddie? Uh, well, uh, no, well, he was a head teacher of a school, funny enough, but um, he gets um, um, lobotomised by Daleks and becomes a, a slave, and he, and he does everything he asks and they kill him. All right. Yeah. I think, um, I think he's been in quite a few Doctor Who's, but that's the one I really yeah. remember him in. And he was really good as Mr. Bronson oh, in Grand awesome, Chill, wasn't, wasn't he? Yeah. He was around the time when Zamo was. Zamo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was a real tosser to Zamo, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. But he was really good. He was like a, a kind of Hitler kind of teacher, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, excuse me. And um, so the budgie smugglers are there, well, he thinks they are. Um, but Vader knows better and orders a fleet uh, to go down to Hoff. And General Riken realises this, and he's, he's the one who's kind of the top boy, isn't he, of the rebels, um, General yes, Riken is. Yeah. Um, he realises that they're, they're probably aware now, and uh, he orders an immediate evacuation of the base. I think, I think base, actually, you know, as, as Han Solo says, it's a good bet they know that we're here. 
doesn't he? He says over the radio, he goes, let's go. Right, we're not going to He jumps onto the back of it and gets the glory. Yeah, he, he basically goes, right, we're carrying off. We're yeah. taking a chance on this, we're going to go. And then they go very slowly. It is a bit of a shock yeah. evacuation. Thankfully, it's not a fire. Yeah. Because there'd yeah. be lots of casualties. There would have been. Maybe. Yeah. And when you do see the, uh, when they first go to the executioner and that, that's when you first see the TIE fighters. And that's when you first see um, the, the double TIE fighters. Yeah, they're, they're bombers. Yeah, they're absolutely yeah. brilliant. And I, I had Darth Vader's TIE fighter. I, were the other ones, the double ones, available to buy? But yeah, yeah, but not until the Jedi. They were just superb. Yeah. It's and just the, brilliant. Because of the interceptors as well, wasn't there? The TIE interceptors, the ones with the, the funny kind of diagonal wings. Yes, the ones that kind of went out yeah. like that. Yeah, well, that's not yeah. really good people on podcasts, but yeah. <laughs> well, you're waving your arms. Yeah, yeah me waving my arms around yeah. excitedly, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And look, the Executioner spaceship as well, yeah. that was brilliant. Cause that, that's the Super Soldier Destroyer, wasn't it? It's just amazing yeah. design, isn't it? Yeah. And a lot of the Star Wars films start with the um, like one of the Imperial Destroyers just flying yeah. over and you see that view. And, and yeah. again, for me, that's iconic. There's... Mm. You just know what spaceship it is, what yeah. film it is, as soon as you see them. And, and I love that. And, and I love in, is it Return of the Jedi, when the Executioner, or one of the Imperial Star Destroyers, goes down, and it crashes and goes yeah. through another one, doesn't it? And it explodes. Yes. That's when they're fighting, and uh, we'll get on to that next, yeah, next time. Yeah, all firepower on the Super Star Destroyer. Yeah, it's it just, that's yeah. Admiral Ackbar saying, it's yeah. just brilliant, yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be, I'm going to get very excited. I'm really excited about doing that. Yes. Yeah, even though I've got so many issues with that film. But I've got issues with this film, though. And, and, I, love, you. and I love this film. Fantastic. I love issues. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he orders the evacu- evacuation of the base. Uh, and this leads to. The best scene for my. It's brilliant. I mean, all, as I said to Graham in the car earlier, even, even though the, 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 I have issues with the film. It's got the two best scenes in all of the Star Wars thing. They've got the, the Hoth battle scene and the, 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 the revelation scene with Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Would you say out of like, the, the original kind of um, four, five and six, would you say this had the best battles in for all of yes, them? Yes. Including yeah. the original destruction of the Definitely, Death Star? Definitely, yeah. I think, I think the Hoth battle scene is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. It, it, it just shows how powerful the Empire is. Um, and how futile the the, the, the rebellion is, and, and and it's and it's just it's a massive scale. You know, you say it's a small army, but it's a yeah. massive scale battle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in, in a day when they didn't have that much money to create all the effects, they they did it all by models and that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it, the fact yeah. that it stopped motion and is just brilliant. During the battle, it was the uh, Norwegian ser- uh, search and rescue. Norwegian search and rescue people were used. As oh, soldiers. really? Yeah. Were they really? Yeah, and uh, in return. George Lucas gave a large donation to the Norwegian Red Cross. Hallelujah. What a cracking bloke. How old were you when you saw Empire Strikes Back then, Graham? When you first saw it? It was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So what did you think when, for me, a really exciting bit, and and it still is now, even 40 years old, I I, I go back to how I was when I first saw it, when he looks through the binoculars and he sees in the distance these figures, you think, what the fuck are they? And they're the attacks all walking alive. Yeah, but I've, I, I played Rogue Squadron on the Nintendo 64 before I watched the film, so I knew exactly what they were and exactly how to get rid of them. It's brilliant, though, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, yeah, the, on, the, on the game, you actually... Fly around. Much, yeah, but that's, that scene is almost... That particular part of the movie is almost exactly. played 
on that. So you get that view, then yeah. you get the so so you you play that scene. So yeah. it's not like it didn't come as a shock or anything to me when I watched it. But I probably should have watched it before playing the game and I wouldn't have spent many, many hours not being able to take the bloody things out. And I would have known harpoon three times around the legs, done. Yeah. But uh, no. Mm-hmm. I know. Rose Squadron kicked ass. It I, was bought, awesome. I bought a GameCube so I could buy it. So play yeah. it. And I am continually searching at the moment for Nintendo 64 on eBay so I can just get Rogue Squadron mm. and some other games. On GoldenEye as well. And GoldenEye. Yeah. yeah. Even though I've been told, do I need another games console? If you go into some of the old computer shops like CX and things like oh, that. I can't find them in CX. There's an Aladdin's Cave near me. They might have it. But Rogue Squadron, yeah, mm. properly kicked ass, didn't it? As yeah. Star Wars games are really hard to come and, and by. And the, um, the speeder bike made me flinch. Mm. Even though I know, I mean, I was playing it on the screen over there somewhere, it still made me flinch. Yeah. Oh, it's just so good, isn't it? And yeah. there was that other, the other game as well where um, before Rogue Squadron, and you were blowing a Death Star up, but it was all kind of um, line effects, line graphics. Effects graphics. Yeah. Uh, and that was a brilliant game because that was when you were in the um, mm. that fucking Falcon, and th- I'm not going to say it. Is, it. is that is that renamed now? Is it fucking Falcon? <laughs> the Millennium Falcon, and and uh, when you were on the X-wings trying to blow the Death Star, and that was kind of like first person shooter mm. in the spaceships. That was awesome. So game. you could either, I... you could either play as a Y-wing or an X-wing. Uh, yeah. you, you yes. could, I, I only ever saw this in Lyme Regis he's been an amusement arcade in Lyme Regis we used to go every year on holiday and for a couple of years they had this amazing amazing Star Wars game it was a cockpit of, a, of an X-Wing and you got in and you shut the, the thing over you and it had a screen to your right your left one behind you one above you and one in front of you it was vector graphics yeah. it was obviously in, in those days and you played that Star Wars battle and you flew the X-Wing but they said to you He's coming to you from three o'clock. You look to the side, and you can see it there. And you look there, and you can see it there, and, and, yeah. and you can actually feel they're they're on your tail. They're on your tail. You look behind you. Yeah. There it is. Shit. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and, and, it's uh, so good. And I've never I've never seen a game like it ever since. No, I've it, never seen a game like yeah, that. And, to be and you go you go to okay, so with all our technology now, we we haven't got that anymore. I mean, yeah. I think, just imagine what they could do with that now. Imagine if they recreated that now. Yeah, there was a, when I used to go to arcades. Especially with the movement as well. Like you yeah. when I was a little kid, there were there was a I can't remember what it was, but there was a Star Wars one that I used to play. On. Yeah, and you could fly. And it and you can only good. choose different spaceships once you complete the level on Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's it. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, I don't want to be a what? Well, no, I, I want to be an X-wing pilot. No, yeah, you, you can't. can't be until you bloody blow the thing out. It's like brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Issue, issue with wiring, wiring is what I have. If you read the um, Star Wars Encyclopedia thing that uh, came out before they made the other films, the Y-wings were the Old Republic um, spacecraft. They were, they were old. They're ancient sort of yeah. things. And yet, in Phantom Menace and all that, you don't see them. So they aren't there as new ships. They 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 are. Yeah. And that, that irritated me because they, ah, should, they should have continuity. Been. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, yeah, the Hoff battle, as you probably gathered, is fantastic. So, you've got the the people trying to trying to escape, and they order to to concentrate on putting the shield up. Mm. Obviously, they're shooting lasers at the Imperial destroyers to try and distract them. To send people to escape, and, not, yeah, yeah, the iron cannon to which knocks out all their electrics. Yeah, so they can escape yeah. to the kind of the outer limits 
and they celebrate once they get the first, first transport away. Transport away. Yeah. Yay! And everyone celebrates. Apart from the half-hearted bloke, if you look at it, if you look at it, everyone's cheering, one guy goes, "Hooray!" <laughs> <laughs> we're going to die anyway. Yeah. You're sending me outside to fight the attacks. Yeah. Um, first so transport they... away. I'm not on it. <laughs> yes, yeah. Why am I celebrating? I'm here. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so they Wait, send. Which one? I'm on the fifth one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There isn't a fifth one. Shit, that's mine. So they send the assets, uh, and they've got um, the ATSTs as well, or the scout walkers, the all-terrain mm. uh, scout transports, and the all-terrain armored transports, which are the assets. Um, so there's a massive ground fight as well mm. against these these massive walking mechanical kind of dogs that they don't really stand a chance of Which uh, makes issue two killing. There are no ground troops apart from the Atats and the SSCs attacking the rebel base. So what's the point of having soldiers out on foot with handheld rifles? Yeah, you're just going to get your ass yeah. kicked. They may time. as well have stayed in the base and waited for the, the troops to come in and done done a bit of a, a kind of a start of Star Wars, um, lining up and get shot as they come in the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Cause, Thank um, you. <laughs> no, sorry, I, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting quite into it. Sorry, I'm getting quite excited. Um, we had that big radar gun. Yeah, I need. Do you know? It was only then watching it that I realised that was a gun. That it wasn't an actual radar. It was only last week when I watched it twice that I realised that. And it hits the leg and does nothing. It's so slow as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not very advanced. When you but how good are the turret ones? I always, yes. I always wanted to toy the turret because you could get you could get the rebel soldiers, couldn't you? You got the command boat and the stuff, yeah. and you could get a rebel soldier as well as the Luke Skywalker. I never had any of the guns or anything. No, but I mean, how good would it have been to have a have a, a, a fortress, your own echo base, sort of thing? Yeah, and the scout walkers as well. Did the scout walkers come out? Because I only got a scout walker when it came out in Jedi, rather than when it came out in Empire. You saw it very briefly in Empire. It drops down from from um, the base of it. Of a um, attack and it one what runs in it just goes across the screen, yeah, doesn't it? Very, very brief. But you, I, I, I don't know if I'm wrong. Yes, it did, it did. It did because I was looking at one on eBay and it had the Hoth battle scene on it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I only knew it when, or I only got one when it came out. Yeah, when Jedi came out, because obviously that's the, uh, the stupid battle in it. Um, <laughs> so uh, what they're basically doing, this is another good bit in there. This proves how evil that Vader's become. So aboard the um, Executor that Viz notifies Vader that Admiral Wazir was emerged from light speed um, too close because he wanted to surprise them, didn't he? To be fair to Ozil, though, um, once they destroy the prey bot, they know they're coming, so so, so they put the shield up anyway. So it's not Ozil's fault at all. He just dies because Vader has a hump. Yeah, and he is probably pissed off because he says, he's as clumsy as he is, stupid, doesn't he? In a better voice than that. But, But... but Ozzel didn't do anything wrong. They, they said, here's a probot, it's an Empire one, because C-3P goes, that's, that's an Empire code. They go, fuck shit, bollocks, let's get the shield up and go. Yeah. And Ozzel dies for that. <laughs> he does, yeah, because yeah. via the um, video communication link, he uh, force chokes him um, yeah. to death for his incompetence. Maybe he didn't do very well on his appraisal. <laughs> Probably did, yeah. And, that, and he just yeah. needed a reason to get rid yeah. of him. He couldn't quite work one out. And then it came to this, and he went, yeah, brilliant, got rid of him. Yeah, bollocks. Yeah. And then, but when, when he does that, there must be people sitting around thinking, not oh, me, me. all these years of ass kissing, I really regret doing that now. Which made me wonder, what, what, what pay do you get as an admiral for, for um, a, a, a super star destroyer 
uh, in, the, in the empire, and, and how do you spend your time off? And do you get time off? I and mean, what, what, what are the campaign conditions like for... Yeah. for what, do you get dental and healthcare? Yeah, yeah. What is the purpose? Are you, are you, are you shoehorned into it and you have to do it? Or, or do you, is there a, a reward system? I mean, what, what? And what, who told um, Ozil's family... Yeah. yeah. Is Daddy coming home? No, they'd have choked him. <laughs> fucked up a little it's bit. It's like an Austin Powers kind of moment, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Captain it, Pate's it, it, the new Admiral now. Who'd want that job? Who is? I wouldn't. Captain Pate. I thought um, it was Admiral Pitt. Oh, it's Pitt. It's Pitt. Pitt or Pate. Pitt. I can't no, read. I can't Pitt, read. There's no pictures in here. It's no, just words. Admiral They're just, just symbols to me. They don't mean anything, to be honest. And in, in, in his first, his first job is in Monzhead slightly and go get rid of the man. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. It's what's going to happen to him. Yeah, I'm just going to remind me of if I fuck up. <laughs> yeah. To be fair to him, though, it doesn't happen to him, does it? No, he's lucky. Yeah, he dies another way. But anyway. Um, so, so, Vader previously orders to the ground forces, and they're commanded by Maximilian Veers. Um, they land outside the Rebel Shield. Oh, it's just, just there. It's Veers, yeah. And at the moment, we're playing with our toys. That is Veers walking towards the iPad. Other devices are available. But we've yeah. got an iPad. Well, he's now there he is. Excellent yes. stuff. We've got Yoda looking at Veers. I'm smiling at him. It could kick off in a minute. There's a bit of man up there. I think. It could, although Yoda's a lot bigger. Yeah. And wiser. 12 inches. <laughs> <laughs> Which is massive. Well, that, well, that's another conversation. Exactly. So they land outside the Rebel Shield. Um, <coughs> and they go. Uh, their aim is basically to destroy the uh, power generator. Yes. So Princess Leia gives Rebel Fighters instructions. And why she's giving instructions, I really don't know. I'm assuming she's high up. She is quite. She high must be up. high up, but I don't know. If she doesn't really need to. If Skywalker's leading Rogue Squadron, I know he's in bed at the moment. Mm. Um, but I don't know why she's got to give the orders. I mean, she's just maybe they're kind of sexist and they just want to give her a role. <laughs> Let's just give her something to do. She'll tell the orders, but come and see me after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you the actual plan. Yeah. <laughs> So um, they, that's what you do with me about the podcast. I know, I know. I tell you, we're going to meet not, somewhere, then funny. go somewhere else. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh. So they're going to evacuate, um, and they're going to put some shields past the energy point, uh, energy shield, and the rendezvous point uh, on the outer rim. So Riker knows the shield, and they fire the um, iron cannon, mm. as it's been said to me. And then basically the um, attacks kick ass, and mm. they've got ground troops out. None of them stand a bloody chance. They're yeah. tiny compared to this massive attack. Yeah. It's just shooting everyone. Why you'd stand there, yeah. then I wouldn't. I'd, I'd run away. I'd, I'd sprain my ankle. And that, that's that, it. that moment of gun, big fuck off hmm. armoured thing. Yeah. Gun. Hang on, that, that, that big gun behind you just didn't do anything to that. I'm off. Yeah, yeah. yeah when's, the, when's the next transport away? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stand here and fight. Go on then. Yeah. So, um, so Rogue Squadron, the Snowspeeders are led, and I love. I mean, the Snowspeeders are brilliant spaceships. I really love them. I never had one, um, but they are fantastic. They're a great button. Do you ever, do you ever, do you ever see one for real? No, I've never. The button to make the laser thing is kind of almost embedded, and you could press it in a little square button to make the lasers go. But you could do it. Did the lasers move like the atoms? No, they they flashed. Okay. Yeah, but I always remember the button being awesome. Yeah. So the X-Wings, nothing flashed on that, did they? You could press C-3PO and the... Yeah, R2-D2, and then it would be when it goes... Yeah, R2-D2, and the wings pop up yeah. and stuff like that. No, it was a button behind it, or was it... It was no, R2-D2, it was a button. And what was the... Uh, there was a little button behind it as well, wasn't there? Maybe that collapsed the wings. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know yeah. if I had an X-Wing or a snowspeeder. Um, I had an X-Wing, but not a snowspeeder. But, I mean, I was very lucky anyway. 
were. Uh, yeah, you're blessed. Exactly, I was blessed. Um, so the, the guns are, are crap on them. They may as well if you fire in normal bullets at them. They are. So they need. They work out that they need to use the uh, tow rope to topple it yeah, over. Yeah. Do you think a tow rope would really bring down an attack? How well, I was about to say, our guns are no good. Let's use a bit of string. Yay, yeah. a bit of string. Yeah, because even when you see the speeders fly mm. past them, they, they're still dwarfed by the size of the attack, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah but. I guess so. I mean, uh, we would just snap. Let's just say yes. Yeah, bollocks too. But what, what are they going to tow with a tow rope? In a yeah, why have they got tow ropes? Yeah. Well, maybe they developed a kind of like if you're floating around in deep space. It's a sacraft, mm. isn't it? What's it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, a, it's a convenient mm. at the time, but we're just being yeah. picky fuckers. <laughs> yeah, and Luke, so, and Luke goes out with Dak, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I would never want to go out with Luke, even yeah. though he's like the top man. Yeah, you just know something's going to happen. Yeah, and it does. And his co-pilot gets shot. Um, Dak. Dak. He is a Dak. Yeah. Why do I feel like I can take on the whole empire by myself? I know how you feel. Yeah. I hope I can. You can't. <laughs> You're going to die. Yeah. I'm going to say something Have really you not positive. read the script? Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Give it five minutes, you'll be dead. So they, they fire the um, cables around and they bring the first um, the attack to the ground. Good shot, Danton. And they destroy it. Yeah. It's fantastic <laughs> acting. The script is brilliant during yeah. this, isn't right. it? Why, once it's gone to the ground. Can they suddenly shoot it? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just go for the neck anyway? Because they shoot it at the neck, and, it blows and the same with the game, and the same in the book. Mm. You shoot it, blows up. Why can't you do that when it's stand Oh, shields. That's why. Because obviously, when it falls down, shields get fake. But they say it's the armor. The armor's the too thick. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, yeah I, I, I have the same issue. Yeah. All of yeah. a sudden, you can shoot it at the neck, and it blows up. Yeah, but they are amazing models, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The stop motion's yeah. absolutely fantastic. So Luke Speeders um, is shot down and Crest lands, and Luke escapes before the attack crushes his uh, snow speeder. Yeah. He makes kind of token gesture effort to get his uh, dead co-pilot out, doesn't he? Yeah. Then you can think, ah, oh, bollocks too, he's dead anyway. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have a name badge, so yeah. what difference is that? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, how many lines do you have? Yeah. Two, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Teach you for being positive earlier, won't it? Yeah. Take up them all my own, you're dead. Um, so the rebel base is now under direct attack. And I love the um, snow stormtroopers. Yeah, they're awesome, don't they? Fantastic. I they actually look like KKK members. Yeah, they do a little bit, don't they? The hoods, but they're just so good looking. They, they are awesome, and they've yeah. got guns. The toys did. Yeah, they're just brilliant. And, they're, 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 and I didn't, it was awesome as a kid, but when I watched it when I was older, you suddenly realise Imperial troops are into the base. Imperial troops have. No, you know what happens to that guy. Mm. He he is doing his last. Hurrah, isn't he? Yeah. And then, and then, then so he goes, that's it, you're leaving. Yeah. Because the guy's just died. Someone who, who's telling people we're in shit has just yeah. died. And uh, uh, you, just, you just kind of go, oh God, they're in the base yeah. when you're a kid. But actually the, 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 the human effect with that person has been... Killed. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just brilliant. So they've entered the base and uh, they force hand Leah Chewbacca, C-3PO, to escape. And Leah gives the evacuation. She gives so many evacuation commands to everyone, mm. doesn't she? It's like, look at me, look at me. Yeah. I'm telling everyone. And get your transport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Evacuate Maybe she's everyone. French in another life. <laughs> so Luke, meanwhile, manages to destroy the attack um, using his hoist cable and lightsaber. He fires himself up, doesn't he? Yeah, and he throws a detonator into it, doesn't he? Yeah, and he, the fall of it would kill him, to be honest, wouldn't it? These things are so, so big. 
even though he's falling in snow. Yeah, but he, I mean, I suppose if he's a Jedi, he has, he has like feather floating powers or something. Like that. Yeah, uh, it, it should have killed him. Yeah. If, if a snow speed is tiny weeny, yeah, then then he's he would leave, isn't he? It's, yeah. Um, so it, it destroys the attack, and um, there's a kind of a big hurrah. But General Veers gets within range of the uh, generator and destroys it anyway, doesn't you may he? Take, you may begin your descent. Begin your descent. Yes, yeah. that, exactly. Yeah, he's so smug, isn't yeah. he? And their uniforms, very typically, like most films, are very much kind of German uniforms, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Nazi uniforms, yeah. that kind of echoes that they are really, really yeah. bad. And, and, and I think the irony of it is, like, like um, obviously the, the Brits fought the Germans in the Second World War, but most of the people who play the people wearing the Nazi uniforms are, are very, very English. Yeah. And they're very, very stuck up, and you may, you may begin your descent. Yeah, they're kind of very characterless, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. quite interesting, really. It's like the other way around. Yeah. But I love that in all these films, that... Yeah. The uh, they still use these kind Nazis of Nazis eating the KKK. Yeah, battle, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so Han and Lear and company now realise that they're um, being followed by Vader, who's personally arrived in the base, mm. which which was good. I'd, I would have liked a bit more interaction with Vader when he was in the base. Yeah, there's a great scene when he's walking. He's just strolling through dead bodies, mm. and, and then and the snowtroopers come out and set a gun up, don't they? That's yeah. a wicked gun, that, isn't it? Yeah, he, yeah. He, and he just gets. It's a shame yeah. you don't really see it in full effect. So they make their way on the. Um, Han Solo spaceship. Uh, I'll get her out in the Falcon. In the Falcon, yeah. In my notes, I started just writing Falcon because I thought there's no <laughs> point. I'm writing a long word that I can't even say. Um, so it flies off. Um, then Luke reaches a uh, his starfighter, an X-wing, and makes his way off. And they just suddenly all leave. Doesn't don't he have they? a jolly old chat? Doesn't he? Oh, yeah. He, there's no I'll rush. see you at the thing. Yeah. Hang on, your base has just been destroyed. Loads of your friends just been killed. You have a jolly old wheeze with. Is it Wedge's having a chat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're all right here. Standing away, spaceship having a fag. Yeah. That was close, wasn't it? Yeah. Lucky we got away. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know we're here, so we can, we can just dot yeah, around. Yeah, how close was that to yeah. um, like the Hoff base? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so they go away. Um, and back on the Falcon, I, I really like the scene because the, the, the Falcon's now being pursued by uh, TIE fighters, isn't it? So this this is where I have my issue with this film. Go for it. That, right? Because I love because, it because that ends Star Wars brilliantly. So that if you think about it, yeah, they've got they've blown up the Death Star. Shit, they know where we are. We've hidden somewhere else, and then they've blown up the. So basically, the rebellions in in tatters. Yeah, they've scattered different directions, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. So, so that I think it ends ends Star Wars, and then you've got the whole thing on board at Bespin, which sets up Jedi. Right. Empire, for me, isn't a film in itself. It is the end of a film and the start of another film because the middle is shit. <coughs> I, I know Yoda's a great character and everything else. Yeah. The timing's all out because they, they fly off, don't they? And the, yeah. the, the ship's broken. Uh, let's hide down the mouth of a, of a creature, of a yeah. puppet. Um, and, and, and in that same time frame, Luke's trained to be a Jedi. Now, if you look at, that, if you look at the Falcon scene, that is about a day. Yeah, if, you, if, if you watch it as a, as a scene, I mean, maybe three days at most. Yeah. But if you watch the um, Dagobus thing, it seems like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah, the make out was about three weeks instead of well, training. Or, or months, really. But, and, 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 <coughs> and it doesn't fit with the time frame of the um, running away from the Empire. What, so Luke's time frame doesn't match with Han Solo's yeah, time frame? Yeah, nothing more shall I teach you today, um, rest and all that sort of stuff. He does all this sort of teaching and stuff. And they've flown off and they go into an asteroid field and into the thingy. Yeah. And they go, Minox, oh God, we're going to fly out again. Yeah, because Luke, yeah. Yeah, it, you have to kind of suspend belief yeah. a little bit. You have to, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and, and as the middle of a film, it's a bit padded. 
Yeah, I've I found yeah, I found the Yoda bit a bit padded and I found definitely the Minox bit mm. on the asteroid extremely yeah. padded. There was a lot of time wasted there. It could have been and I think the film I I think it was two hours and seven minutes when I watched, I think. Because I love I love the whole Yoda thing. I I, mm. I do love that. But that's not a middle of a film for me. That 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 is a kind of like, like the, the other side, like, so you've got the two stories running parallel, which yeah. I'm, I'm happy with. But the the, the 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 Falcon one is horribly padded, apart from the love scenes between Solo and yeah. because it seems to be saying I can't talk to your spaceship, it's broken because all of a sudden the hyperdrive is fucked. It, it wasn't fucked before, but all of a sudden it's fucked, and then mm. they can't get the hyperdrive working, and they've got to get away from the Empire and that sort of stuff. And then, and it, to me, it seems to me like the Yoda thing wasn't strong enough by itself because you need, you need to know what Han was doing. The hyperdrive never works, does it? No. Throughout this film, really, I don't remember one time that it actually does work. No, they yeah. just go on about it, don't they? And then <laughs> yeah, they keep on about yeah, it all and the that time. Itself is a kind of a weak plot. Yeah. Let's hide. Let's go into an asteroid field, and then let's hide in an asteroid. Oh God, we're flown into a monster that lives in an asteroid. Yeah, I'd say when I was young. I thought going into the asteroid field was the coolest thing. Oh, yeah, because it was like, you see all the star destroyers being hit and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And then you have the little... Um, I thought it was such a brave decision. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a great little moment. It's like, like the conversation with the, with the Emperor, um, what is your bidding my master and all that sort of yeah. stuff. There's little, little, nice little nuggets and some of the Yoda stuff's fantastic. But for me, it's not a middle of a film. It, 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 is, it is... That's quite interesting you say that because I kind of... I really I understand what you're saying, but I found it it kind of it needed to be there, but I think it was done the wrong way round. I, I don't think I think they should have concentrated more on the Yoda scene. I'd like to have seen mm. the Jedi training mm. and found out more about yeah. the past of where Yoda's come from, especially when you get the interaction mm. with Yoda and um, Obi Wan Kenobi talking to each other. That was really, really good, mm. and that is quite dark. Yeah. Um, and then it and it flicks a lot of this, which I found when I was doing my notes that it kept flicking from his Jedi training and Yoda speaking to him. And when they had a break, when it was like the end of the day, then went back to the um, Falcon back on the asteroid or being pursued yeah. by the Tie Fighters. Well, it seemed to be the same day. Yeah. For them. Yeah, because they were still as yeah. if, or unless they were going through the the asteroid mm. field for about three days solid. And no one slept. Yeah, but that's the way. It, yeah, and it, and it is. You're right that the time frame isn't right whatsoever. Yeah. And they could have done that, and that was dragged out too long. They went through the asteroid field, and the tie fighters mm. got destroyed. So they hid down this hole. We found out that it wasn't a hole, and mm. they shot at the ground, and they realised that they're inside some giant slug. So they flew out. And then Vader was intent on <coughs> chasing them. Then he backed out because there were, the asteroid was blocking the communications <coughs> with the Emperor. Yeah. yeah, so then he left. And basically their conversation was, kill him. And Vader was saying, no, I can bring him. If we turn him, yeah. then he can become... An asset. Yeah, yeah. to us. Yeah. See, so there's lovely touches. That is a good touch. The, 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 the Jedi train is a good touch. The, the bounty hunters were inspired. Yeah. The fact that, that, that Vader realizes he can't get them, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get. See, that's something else. It, it implies they've been looking for them for weeks. But the actual scene with them doesn't last weeks. No. So, I, I, for me, it would be better if, if they'd gone to Bespin earlier. Yeah. And, and done more at Bespin uh, with, with courage and that sort of stuff and, and, and found them at Bespin. 
Yeah. Although, that, like you said, that scene where he flies off and, me, and, 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 he, and he goes after them is, is terrific. Yeah. Um, I think they could, they could have done more at Bespin. Yeah, but, and yeah, because, yeah, when we, oh, yeah, when we get to that, that's again, that's another thing that I was a bit pissed off about. But the, the training, again, I would like to have seen more training with Luke and Yoda because he lands, obviously, he lands his X Wing in a, a swamp which sinks. Uh, you get kind of a flashback where. Um, R2-D2 goes into the uh, the water, then you see that kind of monster move, mm. don't you? And he gets swallowed and spat out again. And then you meet this little character, because he's talking yeah. about, I'll never find this Yoda character, surely no one's going to live here. Yeah. And then he's there sitting in a tree. And he's just so cute. And it, immediately mm. he's quite comical, isn't he? And, and he irritating. Is, yeah, yeah, I love the argument he has. Yeah. Where he's got his stick, and... Um, He's smashing R2-D2 with yeah. a stick and they're arguing over something. <laughs> yeah, and he's kind of like exploring and going through his bag and getting stuff out and throwing it around. And yeah, he says, my lunch. And it's brilliant. And it's the first time you ever saw a character who kind of spoke backwards the way he did. Yeah, yeah. In the sentence. And again, that's something that's quite iconic now yeah. that they use In fact, you can do it in sat-navs. Yeah, yeah. it's Turn brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... And, and, and there's a lovely little, there's a lovely little um, bit of philosophy in that. When you go, they're looking for a great warrior, and he goes, wars don't make one great. Mm. That's a great little line. And there's a lot of things like that, yeah. isn't there, of what he says. And the, um, so instead of going, he kind of says that, we don't know he's Yoda at the time, but you get a rough idea, you've seen the posters. But instead of going straight to Yoda, um, or to this person, he says, come with me. And he takes him to his little hut, doesn't he? Mm. And... Uh, yeah, this little figure starts speaking to him. Um, and then he declares that, that the boy's got lack of patience, doesn't mm. he? And he's obviously talking to kind of... He must know the presence of like, the Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi's there. Um, was I indifferent if he taught me? Well, actually, yes, in Phantom. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he, he was a bloody... Patient. Yeah, he was a know-it-all and a bit of a suck-up, wasn't he? He was quite gone with one dad, no patience. So, yeah. yeah. So then he realises that the, um, the little... Green figure is Yoda. Um, and he says to him that Yoda asks Kenobi if he'll, he'll finish his training and that he suspects that he'll succumb to fear. Mm. And, and I really like that he says, um, I'm not afraid. And that look on Yoda, he goes, you will be. You will be. And that's really, really yeah. intense, isn't it? I think that's great. Were you scared, Graham? I wasn't. You've done very well. I, I did. I have watched it in the daylight. I'm allowed to Google it. I did watch Empire in the daylight. <laughs> there, there's some amazing things about that. Because he was a puppet. I mean, you, you, you still don't believe he's a puppet when you watch it. And, and, and they, they created the Dagobah Swamp on a set high enough for the puppeteers to do Yoda underneath it. Oh, really? So all that water and everything else is suspended so they can do the Yoda puppet. And it is an amazing puppet. Yeah. It is so good, it looks superimposed. Because yeah. it is that good. Yeah. And I was, when I was looking on Tinternet, that the behind-the-scenes photograph, which I posted on um, a couple of them on Instagram, of the actual puppeteers working. And it's just really interesting. That, yeah. And it's a shame that they've lost all of that on, mm. on the... Like the later films that yeah, because the, the the CGI Yoda in in the in Phantom is awful. Oh, it's a joke, isn't it? Yeah. And I think for me it gets worse, especially when he's kind of doing backflips and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just shocking. And the fact he's trying to be Bruce Lee. Yeah, oh. does backflips, gets on his walking stick, and he just hobbles along. Mm. It's just bollocks, really. Um, 
And as you say, back on the uh, the asteroid, you've got kind of the, the love interest where they won't may Ross Rachel kind of chemistry going on. A nice friends analogy put in there. I know, it's not bad, is it? Yeah. It's the best one I could come but, up but with, to be on honest. That, what I do like is it, it is hinted at. There's no, there's no eating a pear scene. No. And making a pear float, and that's all nonsense. It, yeah. It, 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 is, it is very much a kind of will they, won't they, but it's not in your face. No. When she's trying to turn that thing, and he does it, and they touch hands, and she's like, oh, run away. Yeah, so he still comes across as like an arrogant ass, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, and, but you compare that with um, Attack of the Clones, where, where it's like, I'm trying to be Shakespeare with my bollocks, I'm writing oh. it. Yeah, it's... That was the one where they walked through the uh, the long grass, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, they fall, he falls off a fucking dinosaur. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, go away. Yeah. You like those ones, don't you? Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke begins his training... Um, where he runs around wearing like a Yoda rucksack, uh, and he's giving um, like moral lessons about the dangers of the dark side and the Force, and this is driven home in a, in a really interesting part that scared me when I was when I first watched it when I was six. And it was scary. It, it, it didn't scare me. Oh, well, I was six. There's the dark side in the in the cave. Yeah, it, it really did freak me out. I didn't recognise him. As Luke. I didn't know who he oh, was. Oh, it really I worried me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's told to enter a cave. Because um, he says it all comes across very mm. cold, doesn't he? What you, what you take in is what you'll find in there. Yeah, and he's told to leave his um, lightsaber out, but he ignores him and he enters the cave armed. Once inside the cave, he, he confronts like a, a version of Darth Vader and he beheads him. And when he cuts his head off... Um, it's his own face looking back at Yeah, it's his own face. And... It, Fucking freaked the shit out mm. of me. I was six years old at the cinema, and Darth and it confused me because Darth Vader had his head cut off. Yeah, and then it was Luke Skywalker's head. So I was going through different mm. emotions of, oh my god, I've just seen someone with the head cut off, and now it's Luke Skywalker, and it's but his, he's there, and it, he's there, mm. and I don't understand this film because I'm six. Yeah, and it took me kind of thirty-four years later to actually understand what that meant. Yeah, with the help of the internet. So, uh, mm. but yeah, that was. That was quite good. So, and that really means I'll probably get it wrong even 36 years later. That's coming to the fear, Darth Vader will win, yeah, maybe. Exactly. I said it felt like Ali G then, Darth Vader will win, is it? I think the, the point they're making is that it was, it was easy to take his weapon. He didn't confront anything. He went in ready for a fight, didn't he? I mean, he was told, don't take it in. What would have happened, do you think, if he didn't take it in then? He would have just been killed, or would that not have happened? No, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have died, would it? Because it was a reflection of his own fear, wasn't it? He but went... would Vader have turned up? Well, I think, I think what was it? It, 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 it's one of those things, it found his deepest fear, which was Vader, I guess, um, and, and, and played upon it. So he fought it. But, but if he hadn't taken his weaponry in, and trusted Yoda and trusted his own instincts, I mean, nothing would have happened, I guess. So this was... I'm probably wrong on this, like most tests I have... <laughs> This was Yoda forcing this image. Yoda was sitting down on like, like, like a meditating pose, wasn't he? Mm. And is it right that this was Yoda's mind trick, mind, an I image that so, he put on him? It's a dark side. It's a dark side of the force. I, mean, I think. I think if he hadn't fought, because Vader came out and, and fired off his lightsaber and kept it low, didn't he? I reckon if Luke hadn't lit his up as well and fought back, yeah, there would have been no fight. Yeah, that would have been quite interesting just to see. Yeah. What would have happened? Yeah, yeah, and I, it took me ages to work out. Because there would that have happened anyway? He goes and he fights and loses because as soon as you fight, that's what I think. What you're saying. As soon as you fight, you're going to lose. Yeah. Um, um, if you're going with his weaponry and not fought back, what would happen then? If you're going without the weaponry, what would have happened? Yeah. 
It's just quite interesting. Yeah. I didn't know whether that was all in Luke's mind yeah. of his own fears yeah. or was that something Yoda put on him because he went down their arm and he was told not to go yeah. down there. And the fact that he was, as you say, he was full of so much anger mm. that this you're going to succumb to this mm. if you do face him with anger and mm. you're probably fucked anyway. But, um, but yeah, so... It's his own future, he was saying, wasn't it? Yeah, it's he a was warning. The, he was next Vader, like, like his dad was. Yeah, if he battles Vader with no emotional control, he'll become um, like Vader himself and yeah. seduced by the dark side. Mm. So I thought it was a really quite a dark message for a uh, kids' very film. Very clever message. Yeah, and it really yeah. freaked me out when I was younger. I mean, you watched it in daylight, Graham, so you were perfectly it didn't, safe. It didn't freak me out. Although I was a little bit confused. It did take me a little while to work out what was going on. But yeah. I was all right after that. Yeah, was it 34 years? No, not quite 34 years. <laughs> but back on the Star Destroyer, to the happy side, yeah. Vader's got a really shiny helmet still, isn't he? He has. His voice is a bit higher. It hasn't got quite so much depth in it in this film for me. No? No, the first one is very, very deep. This one's not quite so deep. Yeah. And uh, but back in, in Jedi, it's deep again. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I don't know. It could just be me, but... Yeah. What? I've got so many issues with Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I really have. Um, so Vader enlists, as we said, the help of the um, bounty hunters, which is Boba Fett, um, Dengar, IG-88, Bosk, 4, LOM, and Zuckus, um, to find the uh, Falcon for a substantial reward. And even then, when I first saw Boba Fett, and even when I see him now, He's still the coolest just awesome. figure. He's so, so good. Mm. He really just looks the dog's bollocks. Yeah. And we went to Comic-Con as someone as Boba Fett, and I hope there's another Boba Fett. If someone's going to London Comic-Con, please dress up as Boba Fett, and I will come over to you. because And probably suck you off. Yeah, because it's so <laughs> it's so impressive. Only if you've got a good costume. Um, <laughs> and he's accessible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there is a quiet place. Um, so one of the Imperial commanders finally spots um, the Falcon and I love this bit that again it must be a kind of a a touching cloth moment for any of the pilots on board the uh, Imperial Destroyer that they've got the Falcon in sight so then they did a stupid thing of build up everyone's hopes yeah we can get it we can get it we can get it it's gone yes yeah it's, Jesus. I will take full responsibility and apologise to Lord Vader. Yeah, I'm sure he'll take it because I'll do it in a jokey kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> so it vanishes. Um, and I love this bit, that the way they escape. And it's brilliant. Yeah. And I, I think it's great, and I've got some issues after what happens, that when they um, jettison all the, like, the shit that's on board, because uh, they don't have a recycling plan set in place. Mm, it's a bit disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> it's disappointing into space, that uh, they just float away with it. Yeah, and and Boba Fett is wiser, and he chases them. But he does it discreetly, really close. Uh, you got you met Boba Fett. Yeah, in, in Farnborough. Did you suck him off? Uh, no, I was, I, I was. Yeah, well, I did. No, I was, <laughs> 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 it was very awesome. He was very little short for a Boba Fett. If, if I had a Boba Fett uniform, I would go down the shops and I'd wear it. I think I, I would wear it too. all the time. I really but, would. Really? Yeah. Boba Fett next to a Dalek. That doesn't get better than that, does it? And Nim didn't know who that was. Oh, you know what that was? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hashtag Nim. But I think yeah. he was in the it's trash anyway well. when he got ejected. Oh, it's Darth Vader as yeah. well. What? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was. was. He was in the trash when he got ejected. And then... Because he is the best. He had the foresight to know. Yeah, because he, he knew his tricks. Yeah, uh, which is amazing. If you read the books, there's a lot of history between 
Fetton solo. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a lot of kind of... But um, it's just brilliant. Yeah. But he follows him so close. And in space, there's obviously lots of space. Yes. And you must know if there's someone kind of... Does that mean your personal space expands when in space? Yeah. They, they can exactly, yeah. So you're, you're this close to me now, but maybe in space you might be on the other side of the room because we've got more space to spread out. There is space. But you would know, wouldn't you? It's not like you can just follow someone for loads of miles in space. Yeah. It's not like the M25, fight, is it? Yeah. yeah. They can, they can spot a one-man little fighter. Yeah. And they can't spot Boba Fett. Maybe he's got some kind of cloaking device. Well, you would expect he would do. He would, yeah, yeah being the dogs that he is. Yeah. But, and but, read, read, I mean, for all, all the listeners uh, who like the, the Bounty Hunters, read the um, Bounty Hunter Chronicles. They're brilliant. Uh, and what they are they got, called? I think it's the Bounty Hunter Chronicles. And okay. They, and they've got stories for all of them. And the IG-88 one is so clever. So clever. Because in Bespin, you'll see an IG-88 droid at the side. And there's actually, seven, I think, seven of them. Uh, all with one thought, so they all have the same action, but it's just so good. So the Bounty Hunter Chronicles. Yeah, I mean, Bo- Boba Fett is obviously awesome, and you read it for Boba Fett. Yeah. You find out a lot about his ship and that sort of stuff, and how he survives the Sarlacc Pit and all that sort of business. But the IG-88 story is very, very clever. Excellent. And, and how he actually w- was about to destroy the, the, the Empire by being the Death Star. Yeah. Just brilliant. Brilliant. There you go, Bounty Hunter Chronicles, recommended by Josh. Yup. Excellent. Um, so yeah, he follows them because um, he's just f- fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other reason why. Um, so he knows where they're going down to Bespin, uh, and and Luke is still continuing doing his training. Mm. Basically, what else is going on? Uh, and this is where he's told to um, bring out the submerged X-wing fighter. And it, this annoyed me this bit because he then comes across as a sulky little kid. Yeah. I can't, it's too big, it's, it's mm. bogged down in the bog too much, or the marsh, and yeah. it's not going to be... And Yoda's fed up, isn't it? I've been teaching you for weeks, uh, and I'm yeah. he, does, he does appear a little bit pissed off, doesn't he? Yeah, when he's yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you not listen to anything I say? God, you're a pain in the arse. Yeah, and he says it's no different, it's only different in your mind. And Luke mm. says he'll try. I might try. And no, he says, oh, I'll try. Well, go, I'll give it a go. Yeah, he goes, no, do or don't, there is no try. Mm. And I like that. Mm. I, I love to talk to my kids like that. I can imagine you, mm. you would. I would. Yeah. And he tries and he doesn't do it. And then he sulks and he says, size matters not, which is Apparently what so. I say a lot of time. Yeah. And I, Don't be by my size, do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, is, size is nothing. You to want be the honest. impossible. And he goes, oh, for God's sake, right, or I'll get this ship out. Yeah. And he says that he hasn't got the wisdom to do it, which Luke denies. And um, he goes on and he says, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not your he does, slave. He does go a bit stroppy, doesn't he? Yeah. He does, he he does. does like. Gulk off into, yeah, kind of into Kevin the and mist Perry. and then gets his yeah. jump and thing, puts his jacket on and he sits down and <laughs> How many hospitals have you fought this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever blow up the Death Star? I did. Yeah. yeah. Leave it alone. So um didn't see you fighting assets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brought one down. Yeah. So Yoda senses you the young one's failing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stayed in the shit hole with you, and I still can't do it. Um, but I think Yoda's so nice in this. He's such a lovable character, mm. isn't he? And he stays, remains calm all through this, even when, as I say, he is being a twat. Um, and again, the only problem I had was this film kept flicking backwards and forwards all the time, and that's what pissed me off, especially when you're trying to do notes on it. It does just flick mm. backwards and forwards. I love the... If it just concentrated on Yoda, let's learn about that. Concentrated on the Imperial Destroyer, then mm. Han Solo. Because um, then um, 
Lord Vader kills someone else now, doesn't he? he yeah, kill, yeah, yeah, yeah one, he kills Captain Nida. Yeah, apology accepted, Captain Nida. Yeah. In, in one of the books, it says he, he accepts his apology by giving him a quick and painless death. Oh, really? Yeah, with, with Ozil, um, he, he kills him quite slowly. Apparently, Nida's like that because um, Nida admits what he's done. So. Yeah. I'd leave. Yeah. Yeah, or get someone who's on work experience or something like that, just to uh, take control of it. So when the fleet disperses, um, they go and search for the uh, the Falcon. And obviously, again, there's a problem with the hyperdrive. So they have to work out where can it be fixed. Mm. And Miss um, Solo, he looks for um, the planet. They just happen to come across Bespin, don't Land- they? Lando, yeah. It's like Lando, Lando, Lando system. Yeah. No, Lando Carrizian. I know him. Yes. Yeah. Billy Star- D. Williams, isn't like it? Him. Yeah. Who auditioned for Han Solo. Oh, really? Yes. He's a good character. I like him. Yeah. He's really good. He's in Nighthawks with Sylvester <coughs> Stallone, um, which is another 80s film, which is they play two cops after a serial killer. That's a good film, Nighthawks. Um, but I've recommended a lot of shit before, so you don't have to watch it. Um, so they go there um, on the hope of getting his um, hyperdrive fixed, and they go to Cloud City, which I really, really like. And they say he's an old friend, um, but unknowingly to them... Uh, Boba Fett. He's the to Darth Vader and got there first. They got there first, yeah. yeah. So, um, and again, after this, they're kind of building up this Cloud City, telling you these characters, uh, and they try and build like a, a character arc towards um, Lando Calrissian, because he says that he's a gambler and a bit of a rogue and stuff like that. Then it flicks back to Luke again to do more training, yeah. and he's doing the handstands and and everything like that, and he wants to leave um, to go and rescue pain, them. Yeah. Yeah, and Luke reminds him um, that if he leaves now, um, that his friends... Help uh, you could, but you'll destroy everything they lived and fought for. Exactly. And, it, and you kind of... It's Can quite frustrating say, I haven't seen this film for about two years. I didn't watch it for this. I just know it. Yeah. <laughs> which is brilliant, which is why I love you. It's a bit pathetic, really. Like, I'm quoting these lines I haven't seen. <laughs> There's nothing pathetic about that. A lot of women would find that really attractive. Would they? Uh, if and a lot wouldn't. If you're going to, <laughs> More maybe wouldn't, If you're going yeah. to Comic-Con and you find that attractive... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look for someone fat with no hair. Josh will be standing next to him, because that will be me. Um, I am taken, however, and I've got a lovely girlfriend and a lovely little boy, but still make yourself known to me, so I know you would find it attractive. <laughs> Graham's attractive as well. Let's not leave Graham out. Well, I saw, you are. Uh, yeah. so... Oh. Um, I'm married as well. Okay, <laughs> so they arrive at Cloud City, which is really, really cool, and they meet... Uh, they all get off the um, Falcon, and they meet Lando Calrissian. And, and Lobot. And Lobot, who's that? Who really reminded me of Brian Glover. Obviously, it wasn't, <laughs> but it looked like him. Um, and then they kind of do their man fist cuddle thing, don't they, yeah. to prove they're uh, real men and testosterone? Yeah. But I'd love to know a bit more. I mean, I know more about him now, but mm. a bit more of a character arc then of how they knew each other and stuff like that. Because everything he says, you don't realise that is bollocks and a lie, isn't yeah. it? Because the. The Imperial fleet have got there before them. How? 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 They can't. Yeah, it's just impossible, isn't it? Because yeah. Fett's following them, and they then decide to go there. How do they get there first? Yeah, there's only one way to go, and to get there quicker, they have to go the long way round yeah. and get there before them. And where can they park yeah. all of those massive Star Destroyers? Yeah. Yeah. Behind the planet. It's, it's not a planet, though, is it? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mining it's Yeah, a mining it's a station. mining colony, yeah. yeah. It's just floating around. So yeah. they just... Yeah, that's really... Yeah. Can't do it. And Han Solo didn't even say that. But how did you do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair play to you, Darth. 
Yeah, yeah. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. But yes. And I like your handiwork on the gun thing. That was very clever too. Yeah. Oh, another thing that I was thinking was when he, um, this is going back a little bit, when Darth Vader's obviously on the com link um, and he force chokes uh, one of the Veers or Ozu or someone like that and he, and he kills him, how come he can't force choke? I mean, does someone from one spaceship to the Hoth planet and force choke like solo? Like, does the force only work in distance? Or have you actually got to see them? Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you've got to have some sort of link to them. It's like, I know you and I can talk to you and I know a bit about your personality um, so I can have that. I think you should see. I think it's seeing. I think it's a seeing. Must be. Is it a seeing Because it must yeah. be. Yeah, because otherwise you could just go, oh, do you know what? Yeah, yeah. done. Right, well, I'm going to guess he's, he's probably dead now, so that's fine. Yeah. And just, you do that. Other, otherwise, you have to be able to see him. Because otherwise, mm. you just, he would do it to everybody. And in this film, as well, it's, um, I mean, obviously, Han Solo understands what Chewbacca says, how he does, I don't know. And for the first time, Luke Skywalker appears to understand what um, R2-D2 says. Ah, ha, ha, ha. He reads it. In the X-Wing, if you, if you watch it, R2-D2 is going, you know, that sort of stuff, yeah. and it comes up, it's translated in the X-Wing. But he talks to him when he's um, on Dagobah as well. When they're wandering around, that's like you listen to me. All the, yeah. the rubbish that comes out of my mouth. Lots of people don't understand what I say, but you understand what I say because we, yeah. That's so you, because you know you, you spend so much time, you go, oh, oh, I yeah. know what you say, and so you probably know what little bleeps me. But I just wonder because obviously in Star Wars it's translated by three PO, mm. and this one when he's walking around, they're kind of talking yeah. to each other. So I'm going to guess he's got some little translator thing. Because yeah, you may have something in, can you see it's it. It's in the X-Wing, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's yeah. just me being a prank. Yeah, no, it's a good, good, good point. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. I thought we could stop now. Thanks <laughs> for listening, everyone. Um, so they go to Cloud City, and they're talking about, yeah, we'll sort it out and everything like that, and Lando's really slimy towards Princess Leia, mm-hmm. which is a bit uncalled for, especially when the fact that he already knows they've stitched them up. Mm. So they go into this room, and then Darth Vader's waiting there, and then Boba Fett appears, and Han Solo goes to shoot him. And I love the old force bit mm. where Vader puts his hand up and just blocks the shot. No pain yeah. whatsoever. It just does it and takes his gun off him. Yeah. And then it, Lando... We'll be honoured if you would join us. And it's a big yeah. lunch. Yeah, it is quite nice, I mean, How isn't hungry it? would you be after, after seeing your worst enemy? Yeah. yeah it's like, and that's not something else, right? They arrived just before you did, right? But we had time to make lunch. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Vader wants to have lunch with you. They got pizza and a takeaway, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah, time <laughs> yeah. for that on the table. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they get all of that. Um, I wonder if they had lunch. Might have been after, yeah, a picnic. Yeah, picnic I wonder if they had to sit down at the table and, oh, okay. Um, How would Darth Vader eat? He'd take his mask off in front of everyone, wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd have a milkshake. Yeah. It's an intravenous thing. I don't fancy mine. <laughs> yeah, he's got a catheter anyway, isn't he? <laughs> so yeah. that's absolutely fine. But so then Lando coughs that. He's betrayed him because they made him a better deal. Yeah. Basically, the deal would be that he wouldn't die. Yeah. Um, Good deal. It was strong. It was a strong deal, and it's a, it's a winner, to be honest, I think, in well, any I kind like, of negotiation. I like, I like Lando. Yeah, Lando has his whole moral battle, doesn't he? And, and, and yeah. It's very underplayed, but it's brilliant. And it's really well done, because you see him go, this is wrong. He's to put some point, and he does that whole thing holding his throat. Yeah. And he goes, no, fuck it, this is wrong. This is, I don't like this. This is all wrong. Everyone bugger off. 
um, because the, the Empire taking over the, the, the Thursday, get out. Yeah, and, and, he um, does. Yeah, he does turn as we see in the next one. Yeah. Um, and then you see Vader in, in a um, a carbon freezing chamber, which he intends to um, get Luke Skywalker in. Uh, and then he changes his mind. He sees his opportunity uh, to see how it works to put Han Solo in there to freeze him in carbonite to make sure we use it for freezing stuff. Don't yeah, and they want to make sure that uh, yeah. Luke Skywalker's not going to die. Oh, she perfectly. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, but by this point, and they found my Yeah, even Boba Fett has a little bit of a pop at him, doesn't he? About this. Yeah, well, he doesn't survive. He's worth a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know why they put Han Solo in and they form him in Carbonite? Because he didn't sign a deal for all three films, so they weren't sure if he was going to come back for the third film. Oh, really? Yeah. He believed his character should die. Yeah. Oh, what? What in Carbonite? No, no, no. He, 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 he thought that Solo was a limited character and he shouldn't survive all three films. And George Lucas was like, no, I've got something for him in the next one. Mm. And that's why they put him in Carbonite, because they didn't know if he was coming back. So it's a way that they could regenerate him if he came back. Mm. The next one will give you an opportunity to kiss with your tongue, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> so that probably swayed it for him, I think. Yeah. But that's why. Oh, I didn't realise that. <coughs> that's interesting as well. I've learned that. I, I didn't know that either, but I, that, that's, uh, I know that he thought his character should die. I didn't know that, though. Yeah, I, I don't say a lot, but sometimes... What you do is bloody wise. It's because of <laughs> yeah. Yoda's here, that's, isn't it? That's why. That's yeah. why, you see? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. You feel the force? Yeah. That's my leg. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my leg. So, yeah, they're going to test the device on um, <laughs> Han Solo. You're a dirty man. <laughs> uh, and Chewbacca obviously resists, but Han Solo um, restrains him, telling him to save himself uh, for another time. Yeah and, yeah, and he says goodbye, and they basically she says that I love you, doesn't I know. she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone laughs at yeah. cinema. I know. <laughs> and I was thinking, and I was when I was watching this um, with my better half, that if you know you're going to be frozen, you've got no choice. You're going to be frozen in carbonite. That when you go down there, wouldn't it have added an element of humour of when they brought him back up? That's pulling a funny face, giving the bird. <laughs> Like that. That'd be so good. Yeah. Or he got his tackle out and he just like doing a pose of his tackle out and he's frozen in carbonite and no one could do anything unless they bring him back to life. And he's gonna be on the wall in Jabba's Palace with his tool out, frozen in carbonite, giving the bird. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would have liked that. Um or we had a little so clown if you're, So if you're ever frozen in carbonite Make do a funny face. Yeah, exactly. But because C3P is blown up because he sees stormtroopers and he tries to save everybody else. And, yeah. But on on that smelting thing, when when, when Jabaki finds him, yeah. he shoes off a little pig creature thing. Mm. There's an IG88 character right by the furnace. You had that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. But, but that, that that's not the one that was in the on the on the Star Destroyer. Oh, okay. If you read the books, brilliant, 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 brilliant. <coughs> you, we've all learned little nuggets today. We've all come mm. up with little nuggets. It's, very good. James and Nim. I've missed out. Yeah, it's a Been shame. an education. Yeah. So, um, they successfully entomb uh, Solo in Carbonite, and Vader hands him over to the bounty hunter for uh, transportation, where he's going to be taken to Tatooine. And, uh, what are you doing? I'll go take a photo. Oh, quality. Um, thankfully not of me. And one of the Imperial commanders informs Vader that um, Luke for, um his starfighter has arrived. Mm. So what he does... Um, or before that, <coughs> I should have said he's. I got the impression that he was uh, torturing Han Solo and terrorizing the others to send negative yeah, yeah, waves out. Yeah, to force Luke to come. Yeah, yeah. Which, ask me any questions. Yeah, which is why he stopped him training, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, which uh, again, which I thought was quite good. 
Um, so Luke Skywalker makes his way to Bespin, um, where he just starts walking around, and he spots Boba Fett uh, taking Solo onto his um, his spaceship. It's still time to save Han, doesn't it? Because that's when they all run off to yeah go after him. Yeah, like, what's Boba Fett's spaceship called again? Slave One. Slave One. That's it. I've not got notes of that one, which is rather bad. And um, Princess Leia's got enough time to shout out, it's a trap. Mm. So Luke Skywalker knows. <laughs> it's, a, it's a trap. It's a trap! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy moment. It's still a trap. I'm smiling a little bit. Yeah. Tra- what was that? I didn't hear you. <laughs> didn't hear you. It's crap. And uh, so she run- they all run away. Basically, this leads to... Yeah, he doesn't want you at all. He wants some, like, somebody called Skywalker. Yeah, I can't remember who it is. Yeah. yeah, It's a coincidence, but let's forget about it. Yeah. Uh, so this led to, this is a brilliant, brilliant fight. Mm. So the um, Boba Fett escapes basically, and the others escape in the. Um, and and Kyrgyzstan changes, doesn't he? He, he, he evacuates the, the, the ship. Yeah, he, he turns he, good. He, yeah, they, they all start fighting back against the stormtroopers, and and he he, he gets them out. Yeah. Uh, and and Chewbacca still doesn't agree with it and starts strangling him. And he, he's yes. Again, mm. Yeah. What are you doing? Listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> and R two D two joins C three PO yeah. and they're all happy again. Yeah. But he is three um, PO's on the back of uh, Chewbacca Chewbacca's still, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Um, and this lightsaber fight is Phenomenal, so much yeah. better. It's needed, isn't it? Yeah. Because the one in, was um, understandably in Star Wars because. Um, Alec Guinness was old and <coughs> the character he was, but it was the choreography was so slow yeah. and and it, and it was a hold off fight, wasn't it? I, yeah, I'm gonna make this slow because I need them to, to get away. Yeah, and this yeah. one is pure. It's terror yeah. on Luke Skywalker's side, and yeah, it's just controlled and the evil. And he's, yeah. he's got the force and, and dark side. He's doing one hand, isn't he, to start with? Yeah, he's just fencing him. And it's brilliant because mm. he's trying to get him down into the carbonite um, chamber, easy. and he does, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he jumps out so fast, and he's trying to get away. Yeah. And it's, what did you think? Did you think it was a bit lame, or did you think it was quite a good fight, Graham? Well, I thought it, it, I agree with you saying about the the fight in Star Wars being very slow, and it was you know kind of like a hold off and kind of there wasn't a lot to it choreography wise. It was it was a case of like a uh uh uh. Yeah. Uh, whereas I think that the, now of these younger characters and stuff, it was more dynamic and it was a lot better. And I did think, yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was, yeah. it was quite. It was, it was terrifying. Yeah, wasn't it, it, it yeah. was. You could see the kind of the actions that were being made from Darth Vader's side were very forceful. Very much, I'm going to fucking kill you, but I'm not because I want you in carbonite. Mm. So get there, and the kind of like a pushback mm. kind of thing. And then you could see like Luke almost. Waving around and hoping for the best, but yeah. trying to stop it, and 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 the, and the franticness of him trying to stop this force coming towards him. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah, because you got. You, I mean, it, it starts because Vader's originally he, he all too easy. He gets in there, he jumps out. He's not impressive, most impressive. Yeah, but he's maybe not as powerful as the Emperor thinks. And and because because Luke's straight away two hands on lightsaber and yeah. Vader's one hand, isn't he? He's like yeah. ching 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 ching. Actually, you're pretty shit. Yeah, and then Luke gets better, and then and Vader then starts fighting with two hands. Um, and Luke's still holding his own, so Vader goes, right, I'm going to start chucking shit at you now. Um, and, and Luke hasn't got an answer for it, has he? And then, then Luke starts going, oh, Christ. And yeah. then, then, he, then, then fear takes over and he can't fight. He and that's what I really like, because mm. even though obviously you've seen it before, but watching it again, I think you even notice it even more, that all the way through the fight, you thought it was a fight that Luke Skywalker could never win. Yeah. And how's it going to end? Because uh, no point. Well, you didn't know about Jedi then. Um, mm. So 
he can't kill him. He's not strong enough to kill him. And if he did kill Luke Skywalker, um, Darth Vader, it would be absolute nonsense because, mm. as you say, he's, he's fighting with one hand. He's not struggling at any point. Mm. And then he's fighting, and whilst he's throwing boxes at him as well. Yeah. And Luke, you can tell, he's terrified. He hasn't got an answer for it. Mm. And he's getting bashed left, right, and centre. So, and that's what made it really exciting for me, mm. that it was the fight that the hero could never win. And you didn't know anything yeah. was coming after this. Yeah, because it gets worse, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because he cuts his hand off. Yeah. And, and then every- drops the bombshell. Yeah, and everyone's gone. And, it, and it's great because the tension just keeps mounting and mounting because they go down into this basement and then he smashes a window. Then he goes out onto this um, kind of like balcony, which is just a, which looks like a bottomless pit below, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, and they carry on fighting. And he's beaten down just by the power of, of Darth Vader. He gets his hand cut off. Mm. And his hand falls along with a lightsaber. Um, and I mean, I made a... He's, Darth Vader says, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. And Luke Skywalker, and he says this, it's really climactic. He's hanging on. He's yeah. got his hand cut off. Um, he told me enough. Yeah, he, he told, told me... You you, he gets in there. And he says, no, I am your father. Which is such... Still yeah. an iconic line. I no, love to hear it. No, it's impossible. Yeah, no one can talk <laughs> when he says that line. Yeah. Um, and it was just brilliant. And even at six, I remember him saying yeah. it. It didn't really have an impact on me, I've got to be honest. But I still remember those lines. Um, and Luke's horrified and he screams in denial. And Vader attempts still to persuade him and to embrace the dark side. No, I, and I wonder about this, this bit. When, when um, he says, like, join me and together we can beat... Because he's still he's still evil. He he hasn't he's not playing for a, a, a nice world. He's still but he's saying we can run this empire. We can make this. Yeah, defeat the emperor, can't we? Yeah, because he knows he knows he can. Because I think Vader starts realizing his own power against the the, the emperor and, yeah. and Luke, Luke's strong enough. So was his intention to beat the emperor with Luke, or was he just trying to convince Luke to, that the emperor's defeatable and and therefore yeah, is he trying to yeah. con him? I wonder what, if Luke had gone, yeah, actually, no, do you know what, I, I will. Yeah, because he says we can rule it as father and son, didn't yeah. he? So, yeah, it's as if yeah. he, he's got that kind of bond somewhere inside him that he's mm. his son. Is that as a, a father and son bond, mm. or is it a power thing that you could be really powerful, maybe more powerful mm. than me, and we could rule the galaxy that way? But my, my other issue, is another issue with this film, is like, like that's a fantastic scene and everyone was yeah. but it's not as if Luke's been beaten on about his dad is he no I mean, Luke, in fact in fact apart from, in fact, Luke doesn't talk about his dad at all in, in any of the film in either of the two films um, up to this point um, um, Kenobi talks to him about his dad yeah. he goes oh he was a, a pilot on a spice train he goes oh yeah. he was a Jedi Knight like me goes, nah it wasn't yeah and then doesn't mention him again after that that's it yeah yeah and, and, then, and then and then we get to this stage he goes uh, um, Obi Wan told him to your father. Well, you, you killed him. Yeah. I don't care. You know that, that, that was I mean, like if if Luke was around this film and gone, oh, I wish my dad was here. I wish I had some like some mentoring from my father and that sort of stuff. And then then that, that you, you're gonna go, whoa, whoa, jeez, yeah. that's a bit of a shit for you. Yeah. But he doesn't mention his dad, and then all of a sudden they go, badoink. And everyone, it's amazing, it's, it's amazing, it's impactful, and everything else. But Luke hasn't really given a shit about his dad up to this point. Plus, it would be really interesting if he said. He never told you about your father. And Luke turns around and goes, he did, I know you, you're my dad. He goes, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then he did. Yeah. I sorry haven't got that. any iconic lines now, so I'll go. Bye. Yeah, sorry <laughs> about that. Yeah. I never told you about your father. I know Luke, I'm your father. 
Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what have you ever done for me anyway? Yeah. <laughs> you killed my Uncle Owen, <laughs> you bastard. I liked yeah. him more than you. <laughs> yeah. You were never he there for me. He my dad. He raised me. <laughs> Where the fuck were you? Yeah, glad he wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> you never sent me a Christmas present or a birthday uh, yeah. present. Yeah, uh, I start doing the Austin Powers. He's clearly got dad issues. Yeah. And you cut my fucking hand off. <laughs> What kind of dad are you? Yeah, the first time we meet, <laughs> yeah. you do that. Git. Yeah. So I hate you. You could, you could like, You're Austin, worse than Yoda. like Austin Powers, you can see him sitting in a room together, can't you? Yeah. Going, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Luke. This is my father, Darth. <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah. Did that was Jerry Springer, is yeah. it? Yeah. And you were yeah. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> so, um, so, facing clear death, um, Luke calls out to Ben Kenobi in vain. Because uh, Kenobi had warned that Luke wouldn't be able to help him once he faced Vader, that he'll yeah. be facing him on his own. So he's not all that powerful, really, is he? I'll not be really. More powerful than I can imagine. I, 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 can, I can talk to Luke a little bit and Yoda a little bit, but I won't be there if it's important. Yeah, he didn't read the small print that, yeah. to a certain extent. Um, ben. So he, he, Leia, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or he goes Leia, I know. Leia. Thankfully, he, <laughs> he didn't. So, um. <coughs> So he basically goes to but he re- suicide. I think that he realises there's a familial link there at that point. Because it's the first person he thinks of and it's Leia. And they have that kind of thing. I think that's a good touch towards the next bit. Yeah, it's like a little egg, Easter egg, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he goes to commit suicide and he jumps down his... Or he just lets go and falls down his mm. massive shaft. Thankfully, coincidence, that he either gets sucked into this chute or he lands in it, even though he falls straight down the middle of it and it's mm. absolutely enormous. That still puzzles me how that works mm. out the pure luck. Cause, um, and when he falls out onto that cross thing, yeah. his nads must have fucking hurt. Yeah. What was that? A TV aerial or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's right. It was, watching... was Weathervane, wasn't it? It was Weathervane. Oh, was it? Yeah. Someone watching telly and shitty pictures going <laughs> on this. Can someone go out and sort that area out? I yeah. can't. You, you realise where it is. I don't care. Sort that picture out. Yeah. There's some oh. fucking random bloke on it. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. They're going, oh, is there any bird on there? Is, you know, we've got this before. We've, yeah. I thought we dealt with this. He but. must be drunk. He's lost his bloody hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can someone give him a hand? He can't get up. <laughs> Thank you. Here a week. Yeah, so... Um, Call security. So he missed... Uh, telepathically, he calls out to um, Leah. Leah senses this. And says to turn around. Uh, Lando's Lando's overly chuffed about this. Yeah, yeah, then uh, Chewie kind of... Convinces him. Yeah, that's good. Um, So he manages to turn around. I love the way it turns around as well. It just flips around that cloud, doesn't it? It just looks so good. Mm. And he drops inside there. (coughs) um, And then, again, they're pursued. Fair play to Lando. Lando doesn't know this guy. He goes on and gets him. Yeah. And I think that's that's a lot of... Yeah, or get his arms torn off by... Chewbacca. Yeah, but Chewbacca, I mean, it's not Chewbacca would be out there rescuing his mate, wouldn't he? Yeah, it doesn't really, doesn't do a lot. Um, so he, f- he finally leaves Bespin, um, their gravitational field, and they're about to escape into hyperspace when the hyperdrive fails again. Yeah, they told me they fixed it. They told me they fixed it. Yeah. But R2's R2 already spoken to the computer, hasn't he, in the mainframe? Yes, yeah, so he knows. It. It's not bust anymore. Yeah, and Vader asks for confirmation that the Falcon's hyperdrive has been deactivated to prevent their escape and orders weapons to be set to skunk. Mm. Skunk? Stun. Stun, even. <laughs> um, and aboard him <laughs> to a skunk. Oh! <laughs> that would be a great That's gun. disgusting. <laughs> and they get a boarding party set because they're going to um, get them in. But as Imperials uh, pursue the Falcon, the, uh, the injured Luke hears Vader's voice calling him. 
doesn't he? He goes, Father! Yeah. And uh, he says, Son, come with me. Uh, again, as we've worked out, maybe it's just my sight that he can't kind of make him do stuff mm. or anything like that because he's not there. Um, Luke senses um, the bay then cries out, Ben, why didn't you tell me? Mm. So he couldn't really have told him, could he? No. You could have. No. Oh, yeah. Could he have told him? <coughs> he could have done. Would it have changed anything not if he would have told him? Not in the time they had, I don't think. Because they didn't really have a sit-down conversation before they went running off to get Leah because he obviously knew who Leah was. But he could have told him in um, like the Jedi Force kind of oh, I suppose like the apparitions that... But he'd already, failed, he'd already failed in the, um, to fear in the, in the cave, hadn't he? So if he told him then, he would have, it would have been... He, he, He'd been all over the fucking place. Yeah, and I suppose he wasn't patient enough to learn yeah. as a Jedi. He's not actually earned the right yeah. to be to be told these things because yeah. he's a he needs he need to be fully spoiled trained little brat, isn't he? Got something really kind of awkward to tell yeah. now. That's what happens, kids, when you sulk. Yes, you don't yeah. know. So three PO commands R two um, that this the hyperdrive is done. So they get managed to escape, um, which ends in quite a nice scene, doesn't it? Really, mm. because the um, Luke Skywalker's got a new hand. Yes. And it's, uh, again, that's for the for 1980, the special effects are, really very, you know, it's not his hand. The little fingers yeah. move on the hand, which is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And Leah stays there, and um, Lando and Chewie, their mission now is to go off and um, rescue mm. Han Solo. And I like I like that scene because that really does set up Jedi, doesn't it? Cause yeah. That first scene in Jedi, I think that's a really well because you, you if you watch just one after the other straight away. Yeah. You can see they're back with the fleet. They've made they've made this plan. They're off to go and off to go and get him. Yeah. The plan's immaculate, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant, and mm. and, and I love the introduction of um, Lando Calrissian, Billy D. Williams. I thought he was mm. he's really the, the only new kind of as well as Boba Fett, but he is. As fucking amazing as he is, he's a minor, very minor character, isn't he? Yeah, and but he um, dominates every scene he's in. That, that's, yeah. that's the impact of that, that, that outfit he wears. Yeah, which is what disappoints me so much in the next film of what yeah. happens. But yeah. but yeah, there's, that is the that's uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, it's that's Return of the Jedi, but it isn't. That's Empire yeah, Strikes Back. So I mean, we ripped that film to bits completely. And I get up for the Wilhelm way. scream, didn't I? I was, I was bitching about the Wilhelm scream yesterday, being overused. You were, by the yes. Guests. And it's actually more in Jedi than it is in this one. So, yeah. So um, I'll have to bitch about it in the next one. But yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, we'll all be here to bitch about it. Yeah. So, Graham, would you recommend it? Cool to it. What score would you going to give it? Best bits, worst bits? Oh, what did the best bit? Best bit, best bit. Worst bit for me was the whole kind of swamp. Scene at the beginning, like when they, when he crashes the X-wing, yeah, and it just seemed a little bit kind of bitty, and it was almost trying to, it was starting again something, and I'm, and I was a bit confused because it was a story within the story, and I was yeah, it took a little while to get uh, get my head around it, um, so that was probably it, and also the beginning bit with him with Luke being almost eaten and strung up. But now I understand why they've done it to cover up his injuries in a car accident. So that's understandable. Oh, best bit, best bit, best bit, best bit, best bit. Oh, the rest of it, really. I've really enjoyed it. I watched it a couple of times. Out of five. I would probably give it four. Yeah, four. Four. Fair yeah, play. Four. Okay. Josh. Best bit, at hats. 
that half battle scene. Loved it. I'll watch that over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I love. I like. I like the, the I'm your father bit, but really the half battle scene stole it for me. That that is just one of my strongest memories of my childhood. So it has to be that. Plus, you've got the actor in, right in front. Yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Well. And I'm looking at its ass right now, and I yeah. love its ass. So <laughs> so there we go. Um, worst bit, Minox. The the, the the hand glove puppet in the asteroid, just padding and and and, and unnecessary. I thought they could have done more with Bespin. They could have developed Lando Calrissian more, made that the time frames work well together. They could have got the Empire there beforehand and, and built it up. They could have done so much more there. I think. Yeah. That said, it's a truly brilliant film. I don't think it's as good as Star Wars the original one because because that is a complete film in itself. And I think this is a a, a beginning and an end with a padded middle. With nice touches, so I'm gonna go 4.9 recurring. Ah, very interesting. I, I yeah, I agree with you. I love the Hoff battle scene because it got me into the attacks, which I st- I still love. They're still my favourites, and they I think they always will be, no matter how old I am. Um, again, the worst bit was the the faffing around again with the Minox and the chase into the asteroids. I really enjoyed that yeah. as a youngster. I thought it was really exciting. It's a great idea. I'd not seen it before. Um, and they could have left it as that. They could have just outrun them, and they got destroyed in the uh, the asteroids, Tie Fighters. Then they could have gone to Bespin after that, and looked for a place to go. Yeah. I think the rest of it was wasn't needed. Um, but I just thought it was a really good film. Watching it again, I really enjoyed the interaction with Yoda and Luke Skywalker. Um, I'd like to have seen more um, about the history of the Jedi and about the teachings, mm. not in actions, but more so in words between Yoda and Luke. That would have been really, really good. Um, but I'll give this film four um, because I really, really enjoyed it. And I agree with you. It was Star Wars, the original, that got me to love these films so much. Mm. And that will always be my favourite, Star Wars will be. And But this film was a very good film. And sadly, it, it went downhill, whether it's because they couldn't raise the bar because um, these films were so good, or there were too many different kind of chiefs wanting it back on the success of this film, that it, it just completely went downhill after um, Star Wars, kind of slowly, which we'll talk about in the next one. But that's it. So uh, and I'm sure, Nim, if you'd seen it or not, I don't know. Maybe you fell asleep. Maybe you didn't well, watch he, it. Yeah, he actually could could be here. For, for, for he could people. be, yeah. But I'll, Nim will give it a a four and we'll find out James's James, score yeah. I don't James know James isn't here because he, did James music... like it or not he had controversial I th- I wasn't think, he I think he was up for it I think, he liked, I think it was his favourite I think he was saying yeah well, after what, next time he's on anyway what we're going to do next week we're going to do Daredevil uh, because Netflix are releasing Daredevil they're releasing it all um, in one hit so and that will go in turn with the launch of us on YouTube so once Daredevil's hit our screens on the tenth uh, of April, um, we'll be reviewing on YouTube. And we are going to try something funny, even though we can't be funny ourselves, and none of these podcasts in the last year have been funny. We're going to try. We are going to try and just do something that might be funny. Might, might be funny, but it's going to be fun for us anyway. So yeah, even if you, even if you watch it and turn off, that's fine because it's fun for us. But yeah. we enjoy making it all, so it's quite it's quite good. Yeah. And they're going to be 15, they won't be long, they won't be like this. They're going to be 15 minute reviews of each episode of Daredevil on Netflix, see how it goes. So we're going to do the film with Ben Affleck um, to review that, to the build up for it. 
So there'll be different mediums. There'll be Instagram, which Graham's set up now. Yeah, we've, we've now got that. So, uh, yeah, I've um, I posted a few uh, photos on there today. Yeah. Um, also, our Twitter, at the Film Wheelcast, uh, Facebook, and uh, our website that was going to be uh, changed slightly to incorporate some friends of ours yeah. on, the, on the website. So there'll be, uh, there'll be a page for, for friends, and um, they're, they're good work. And, uh, and also exactly. Josh, re- you've got um, someone you've been working or speaking to regards to the uh, the music and the JF painting as well. Parish musician and, and Jay Wilkins, yes. I think it's very, very good. Exactly. And have they got a website as well? Yes. Uh, NJ Wilkins dash art artist at uh, oh, .co.uk and it's JF Parish dash musician .co.uk I think they're, they're, they're the websites and they can go on there and buy art and buy the albums is that you right buy, but there's one album um, uh, which is very good um, um, and there's loads of art but I think you have to contact him directly for the art but it is very very good and I, I, I'm loving it I think excellent. It's, um, it's excellent it's not rock and roll sort of stuff it's bedtime music but it's, it's terrific and we can put the link to that on our website we'll get Graham to do that so but go and check those out um, leave us feedback put some pictures on uh, Instagram about what you like, um, and talk to us. We'll always reply back, and it'd be really interesting to know. Only because it gives you someone to talk to, Stu. Exactly, I've got no <laughs> friends. I've got cyber friends, that's about it. Um, and that's great. We really hope you enjoy this. Um, we've enjoyed talking about Star Wars, as we always do. Right, so it's goodbye from me. Uh, it's a goodbye from Yoda. Uh, goodbye. He, he can't, can't speak. And goodbye from me. And the attack. You are beaten. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. No. That's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. destroy the emperor he has foreseen this it is your destiny join me and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son